0: All well, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to another episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast brought to you on YouTube, on Spotify, on Google, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Austin. I'm a knockout. I watch watched a lot of wrestling.
1: I'm um, David. I'm a noob. Haven't watched nearly as much wrestling, and what could be spookier this Halloween season than my having a, a sore throat and a bit of a dead voice? Uh, sorry, sorry about it, yeah. folks. Let's just say this is a part of the act.
0: Yeah, it is it is our Halloween episode Ooh. of the, for this year, and David pretty much browbeat me into this one in particular.
1: Browbeat. Go fuck yourself. I asked very nicely, and you said yes.
0: But he, he but he also requested this specific. I, I, I pulled out uh, the
1: puppy dog eyes and I was like, please, please, please. I uh, I, mm-hmm. I confess myself, Austin, a uh, feeling feeling as if a, a bride on her on her wedding day. This is a this is a moment I have waited for, a moment I have longed for. In fact, a moment for which I have kept myself pure and chaste. You see, I'm I'm wearing I'm wearing a, I'm, I'm wearing a bit of white. Very
0: I, virginal in watching Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio.
1: Correct. This is a match that I have known about for a long time. For I I don't know when I heard about it. Pretty early on in my wrestling fandom, this is one that I heard get talked about in whispers in the annals of wrestling history and Ray Mysterio, you know, quickly became one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And I, you know, also gained a tremendous love for the late great Edward Guerrero, uh, especially, uh, especially after we got to watch the absolute insanity and, and legal nonsense that was Eddie versus Tom or Eddie versus Ray for the custody of Dominic. um, and this is one that i had i had heard about and i was like fuck this sounds incredible but i knew i knew at some point we would need to cover it on the podcast and so i waited i kept myself pure my own brother you know they say everybody's doing it nowadays my own brother watched this fucking match before i did that's how that's mm. that's how much of a thing this was how much i took it seriously okay
0: Well, you know, I haven't. I also have never watched this match. Really, you know, outside of the outside of the clips that they put in the WWE 2K game uh, for Rey Mysterio's career mode in that game, Mm. uh, you know, showcase. I have also never seen this match. Mm. Like, I have. I know of it. It's. It has the reputation of being like the greatest cruiserweight match ever had. You know, and so. I'm also curious about it, but yes, tonight we are going to be watching Halloween Havoc 1997, a Halloween
1: pay-per-view with one of my favorite, two of my favorite boys ever to do it. And one of the greatest matches ever. Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, yes now this wouldn't be my first choice for a first halloween havoc on this show i would have picked something with much dumber gimmick match yes
1: you you tried you tried yourself to petition for that one you said i think we should really go 98 and i said austin please i i, I begged so so no, no no
0: no 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 that's no 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 98 we're saving that for the return of the warrior <laughs> that's all that's gonna be the uh, culmination of an epic arc we uh, don't need you don't Christ. need to worry about a halloween halloween havoc 98 just yet Christ. but you will get there we'll get oh, there.
1: No. <laughs> okay fuck anyway
0: yeah, but I mean, with such luminaries as the Doomsday Cage of Horrors match and the Coal Miners Glove match, hmm. I guess we can just do a normal, a relatively normal Halloween Havoc. Yes. So yeah, we are returning to 90, 1997 WCW. Hmm. This we are in the end game of the of the NWO op- arc. Yes, right. Yes, like we're.
1: Fuck. It's been Starcade
0: '97 is on the way.
1: It's been a year? Question mark roughly.
0: Yeah, I mean, last time we were here, we covered up to like late August of '96. Yeah, so when it's Hogan been won the title. It's
1: been a it's been a little over a year. Um,
0: uh, the NWO has uh, grown a lot. Last time we were here, the NWO had three members, and I guess Brother Brutai was there as well. Um uh but we are gonna open this episode really with a bit of a game called guess how many members are in the nwo (laughs) right now um so here's how this is gonna work david there are two correct there are two correct answers and i will explain that when we get okay you get three guesses and i will tell you whether uh how i'll tell you which direction you need to move your guess okay to get and if you get one of the two guesses right i will call it from there okay so what is your first guess of how many members are in the nwo (laughs) in october 1997
1: (laughs) i'm gonna say it's been about a year this is the faction the most popular faction on tv ever uh i know it's a whole meme i'm gonna start with the nice solid 15.
0: That is in between both correct answers. Oh
1: shit. So
0: feel so feel free to play this however you want.
1: Ha. Huh. I want to go for the most ridiculous. So let's 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 going up. Let's roll up. Going up.
0: Okay. Uh, let's let's take right. it up
1: by 5 get a nice solid 20 going in there.
0: Now that you need to go back down a little.
1: You go back bit. down a little. bit.
0: <laughs> for the last
1: guess. <laughs> I I'll say I'm feeling I'm feeling multiples of three tonight. 18.
0: Now you. I mean, you got stupid close. I was honestly afraid you'd get it in one. The correct answers were 12 and 16. Damn it. Damn it. So and this is not, by the way, covering the people who have been kicked out of the NWO. <laughs> and I will happily give you those people as well. But basically, the reason it's twelve and sixteen, by the way, is because right now there is a group of people in the in the NWO who are primarily appearing in New Japan Pro Wrestling as NWO Japan. Oh, sure. so they haven't they haven't honestly been on Nitro with the WCW with the rest of the NWO in the entire month of TV I watched. Mm. So that's why I considered the two correct answers, the Nitro-level NWO and the entire collective of the group. Yes. Okay. So let's go. I'll just start. I'll just list off who is <laughs> the 16 members of the group right now uh, in order of when they join the group. Uh, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, absolutely. Then you have NWO Sting. Uh, there was a basically there was a, pl- a short plot line where the NWO was courting Sting, and to kind of manip, kind of trick the rest of the WCW locker room, they had a fake Sting pretend to be having joined the nwo but once sting revealed that it was a fake sting he kind of stuck around as like a comedy low card guy he is one of the end he's one of the he's one of the nwo japan guys right now, oh okay
1: actually. interesting that's a
0: but jeff farmer playing the fake sting that is in the nwo that's such a weird like
1: the so they did they incapacitate Sting at all? Did they do anything to make it so that Sting couldn't just show up and be like, actually, that's not me, bruh?
0: No, I don't think they did anything about okay. it. I think. He- We'll we'll cover that arc eventually. Oh, it plays it, into Sting becoming the Crow, so we'll <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, then you have six. Uh, oh shit, X Now now I know he's the fifth name I just said, but he was the sixth person to join the NWO. Uh, so, oh yeah, it did make sense at the time because there,
1: the, there was what's his nuts for a hot second at Hogwild.
0: Ted Ted DiBiase. We'll get there. Oh okay. Uh, then Vincent, you know, Virgil. Oh
1: shit. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Uh, to keep up you with the naming jokes here. Yeah. Virgil was named as such as a rib on Dusty Rhodes real name. And so when he went to WCW, he was named Vincent as a joke on Vince. On Vince yeah. Uh, then we have Miss Elizabeth who actually joined the group without Randy. Face. Uh, she, she joined separate. Then number eight, Eric Bischoff, the big reveal that you know all along, Eric Bischoff was running the was an inside man to the whole
1: thing. No, uh, why?
0: Like this. uh, Then, but number nine, Buff Bagwell of the American Males. Okay. Then number ten, Scott Norton of Fire. You might remember Fire and Ice. Who the Big he was a big burly dude. sure.
1: I barely He's remember listening. Buff Bagwell. They're just letting fucking sure, sure, it, Jesus. Sure. We're we're what nine members in ten and or they're, ten members they're in, already letting and, just at fucking anyone to the NWO These and guys we guys haven't guys even
0: talked about, talk about, about the guys who have been kicked out by this yeah. Point. Oh,
1: we'll get uh, there.
0: And they're not getting they're not any better. And then Masahiro Chono. Hmm. Again, this was NWO again, this part of the NWO Japan people. Uh the number 12, Randy Savage. Macho Man, uh, in a moment of having renewed his friendship with Hulk Hogan, did bend the knee and join the NWO. Oh, the mega powers right again. Woo. There's something hysterical about the fact that every person in the Bastard at the Beach tag match would eventually join the NWO. Oh, 100%. Uh, Luger, Luger and Sting don't join up until they, they split off into the NWO Wolf Pack, mm-hmm. which is basically NWO but their babyfaces. <clears throat> but still, they all are NWO. Yeah, eventually. Number thirteen, the Great Muda, again part of the NWO Japan crew, and the so same, same as the next guy, Tenzon. Oh, uh, then number fifteen, Conan is has oh joined Lord. the NWO
1: bastard.
0: And then number sixteen, Kurt Hennig which I'll have a lot oh, yeah. more to say about him. Miss, Moss, you, miss you are
1: perfect. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, he is the newest member of the NWO, and I'll have more to say about him when we talk about the actual matches on Halloween. All right. Uh, now for a list of the people who have been kicked out of the group <laughs> since, the, since we started. <laughs> Ted DiBiase joining on August on the August 26, nineteen ninety six episode of Nitro. Last seen accompanying the accompanying the NWO on the April twenty first, ninety seven episode of Nitro.
1: Okay. The
0: Giant. Oh well,
1: well. Joined
0: on the joined on the September second, ninety six episode of Nitro. Expelled on the December thirtieth, ninety six. What did what did these Nitro.
1: guys do to get kicked out?
0: I don't know. Okay. Uh I don't have that information. So
1: so not so the two so all of the people who were involved in like the first two really pivotal um uh NWO pay-per-view matches all joined the NWO at some point. Yep. Oh yep. Okay, good. That's great.
0: Then we had the nasty boys like we joked about the nasty boys trying yeah. to petition for a spot, and hogan quietly keeping them out of the group and well and yeah well for a week they joined october 7th 1996 and were expelled october well 14th,
1: yeah that well that's what the politics look like is you know hogan likes to make his friends think he's doing right by them, but he's then he pulls them aside. He's like, listen, brother, you know, Eric Eric said to me that he doesn't think it's... I didn't say this. I, did, I, I had no hand in this.
0: Book, they, they think your vibes kind of weird, dude. They think... Dude. No, no, I told I him. I told them. They I told
1: them to they're drink. my guys. They're chill. But Eric, Eric was really insistent. You know, and you know, Eric, I have absolutely no pull with him. So.
0: No. <laughs> so, I had to listen. He, Eric, you know, Eric's the boss, dude. You know, I, I gotta listen to what the boss has got to say, brother. <laughs>
1: absolutely
0: then michael wall street which is the ir it's irs he he was uh my i'm
1: gonna need you to run that name by me one more time michael wall street no you're lying to me that's a damn lie stop it (laughs)
0: This is actually an improvement because initially his name was VK Wall Street, like Vincent, Vincent Kennedy.
1: Christ. Oh, So so we had Vincent and VK Wall Street. We're real, really subtle shit there, Bischoff. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So Michael Wall Street joined on December 9th, 96, and he was contractually removed from the group on April 27, 21st, 1997. I don't know what that means, but he's gone.
1: He's gone. He's the money guy, so we got to get him out with contracts. You know, that's how it works with money, guys. They do contracts. Wow.
0: And then Big Bubba Rogers, aka the Big Boss Man, oh, joined on December sixteenth, ninety six. Contractually removed on uh, April twenty first, ninety
1: seven. Better watch out, boy. You'll be serving hard time. Very short hard time in the NWO.
0: He actually has tried to like. He has actually appeared on Nitro a little bit to kind of be like, I'm getting my revenge, and then. He like loses to like the NWOB team, really? so he's doing great. Really, he's 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 at like Frankie Kazarian, Elite Hunter levels of power here. Oh no, um, in which he doesn't beat anybody.
1: Christ, that's unfortunate.
0: <laughs> also, a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of a um uh, a a uh, interesting note. Uh, Nick Patrick, who is a referee. Uh, on October 27th, 1996, at the previous year's Halloween Havoc, he was outed as being an NWO referee. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, know. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because fucking Hog Wild, you were talking about like he was crooked or whatever.
0: Yes, this—that was, this was the during the, the, during for the that, tag match, we
1: were... he like got blinded or whatever, and it was conveniently like in favor of the. Okay, this motherfucker gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
0: Yes. But he quit the NWO on the April 21st, 97 wow. episode of Nitro.
1: Disloyal. Uh, they,
0: did, WCW quickly realized that it was actually really stupid that the, the NWO, the invading force, has a referee yeah. on their side. Absolutely. They're like, never mind. No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so that's the NWO right now. Outstanding. Goof's Group, going great uh this is genuinely though and i'll get more into when we get individual matches but the big a big overarching story from fall brawl 97 to halloween havoc 97 is the nwo kind of being put on the back foot that you know this is a big rallying, a bit of a rallying cry moment for the wcw loyal loyalists Mm. who have been who are like finally kind of getting the upper hand on the nwo who was dominated the programming for over a year now yeah I do and like it really that. does feel like it's building to some great epic final defeat of this group but that's for the starcade 97 to talk more about that a
1: thing a thing we're gonna cover at some point i assume
0: oh absolutely uh, yeah brother we have a whole we have a whole are we gonna have a whole arc devoted to like biggest wcw bag fumbles
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love that
0: So, but for now, Halloween Havoc 97, It is it, things are ramping the fuck up. Oh, so, this show has nine matches. We will be watching six of them. Ooh, ooh, exciting. So, first match of the show that we will not be watching is Yuji Nagata versus Ultimo Dragon. Ah, uh, I've heard the, that name, I think. Uh, Eugene Nagata has appeared a few times in AEW. This I meant, is one of the older... NBA I meant w Ultimo dudes. Dragon,
1: but okay, that too. He is...
0: Sorry, I assume that's for which one you are. No, no, but no. No. yes, Ultimo Dragon is a bit of a well-known name among the, you know, like the WCW Cruiserweight... That's fair, that's fair. Collective. Was he...
1: Was he in either like an Impact or the fucking XWF, like, Cruiser shit? Am I thinking... Did he do X?
0: No, he's... No, he's never really had. He's mo he mostly has worked Japan. Okay, that's fair. Like he is actually Japanese um who trained in Mexico and thus adopted lucha libre um the lucha libre style, but he is Japanese and primarily that's where his career was. But uh he came over to WCW because WCW had a great re- working relationship with New Japan and other Japanese promotions. Um this match doesn't have a ton of story to it really it's again wcw undercard matches and even on nitro can feel very much like just throw out these dudes who can like have really exciting five to ten minute matches who gives a fuck about story nobody cares just go out there and like wrestle awesome
1: uh i agree with this i you know unironically un- sometimes i just like me a good wrestle awesome match i don't need no god dang story i just want to watch i just want to watch do mm-hmm. boys do flippy shit all right don't don't fucking judge me yeah
0: this story does technically have a story in that eugene nagata's manager is sunny ono who you may remember as the all as the evil japanese f- manager for all the evil japanese wrestlers oh 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 was not he um years. Was he,
1: did he make He was with he Nikano. Nikano. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh, Basically, Sonny Ono claims that Ultimo Dragon betrayed him and his principles, and he has brought in Yuji Nagata to kick his ass. That's awesome. That's about I love it.
2: it.
0: Yep. Uh, the first match of the show that we will be watching, and you could argue that I shouldn't have put this match on here because it literally was not advertised before the show they in fact just they in fact called it a special unadvertised exhibition match on the pay-per-view even but again i in trying to figure out how to pick what matches on this show we're going to watch i tried to like craft a card that kind of feels like what wcw pay-per-views are like and again meaningless cruiserweight action is quintessential WCW. Absolutely. And again,
1: I, just so, to reiterate, in case it's unclear, I'm here for it. Fight me.
0: So we will be watching Gato versus Chris Jericho. <gasps> oh, my. Now, this is early days, Chris Jericho, before he turned heel and, and found his personality. He is currently generic good guy. He, <laughs> Chris has, yet, Jericho. he has yet to
1: discover the Judas in his mind.
0: Yeah, yes. And Gato, he is more famous nowadays, I think, for being the current booker of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, okay, that's where uh, I've heard that name. Yeah, okay,
1: that's exciting.
0: Uh, yeah, he had he does have he does have he did have a, a long and successful career in Japan, mostly as a tag team partner with Jado. But again, WCW just throwing dudes out here to have some matches.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Then then the third match of the show. Obviously we're watching this one. Title versus Mask. Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero for the cruiserweight. Let's championship. fucking go. Let's fucking
2: go. Let's fucking go.
0: So at Fall Brawl Eddie Guerrero won the WCW Cruiserweight Championship and immediately Ray Mysterio kind of established himself as a top contender. Basically Ray has been going out there every single week on Nitro and getting the dubs. Yo,
1: that's sick as hell.
0: But and Eddie took a little bit of offense to Ray Mysterio trying to be a trying to step to him. And so Eddie had a match where he pretended to be a previously unseen luchador, El Caliente. Okay. Uh, yeah. He, like, put on a mask and pretended to be a different so dude. So it's some
1: it's some uh, uh, Conquistador shit.
0: Yeah, and then Ray beat him anyway.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. You, Eddie, you know, Eddie's schemes to, like, get Ray to lose to him, it just never seemed to work out, you know? It's like some Bugs Bunny shit.
0: Yeah, so this only made Eddie real mad, and he has been trying to interfere in Rey Mysterio's matches ever since. Uh, a big thing, a big thing that I need to bring up here before we get to the next plot point is that during this period of time, WCW has been running vignettes called uh, Lucha Libre in in uh, in Mexico. Basically, they sent Mike Tenay over to Mexico to film a bunch of vignettes giving the history and li- the history of Lucha Libre re- wrestling oh, and wrestling culture in Mexico. Ah, they cool. had a whole episode and a whole episode devoted to like the origins of Lucha Libre and how, uh, you know, a Mexican promoter f- saw professional wrestling in Texas and brought that to a mexico back to mexico and how after several decades eventually the masked wrestling became like this is the thing that everyone's into and how el santo became a movie star in the 1950s and then there was a vignette about the the port the importance of masks and how hey, that's the, that can the also go on of the wrestling tv
1: and, in the 2020s look at that the importance yeah, I mean, of masks yeah.
0: Hey, yeah, the importance of mass in, in Lucha Libre culture and their significance. And this was all kind of a brilliant setup, not only for to give people an appreciation of wrestling culture that they would otherwise not know about, but also to set up to prime the audience to understand why this next part's important. Basically, Rey Mysterio had a match with Dean Malenko, and Eddie Guerrero ran in and swiped Eddie's Rey's mask off his face. Oh, shit. Shit.
1: Okay, that's and an not interesting only, way to lead and, up to it.
0: And then, Eddie, in his own match against Psychosis, also became obsessed with unmasking Psychosis.
1: That sounds about right. Uh, Eddie is a like they man.
0: spend Like, they spend two weeks setting up the idea of, like, you know what's the most dirtbag thing you can do to a luchador? Take his mask off. Anyway, here's Eddie Guerrero taking people's masks off. Fuck, when were we
1: talking about... I. It might have been, I can't remember if it was when we were doing the NWO storyline, or if it was another, like, storyline we did of that era, where we were talking about, like, they aggressively don't get Lucha Libre, and they're just kind of, like, doing the thing, was that, was that WC, or do you remember what that was, or was that, that was was that new generation?
0: I think we were watching old school WWE like 80s WWF okay. when they have when they have mass wrestlers and they would always be like this is a being a mass wrestler is it's a sign of that you something to hide. OK, in, yeah, I yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. And it wasn't until Lucha Libre in WCW was brought to the forefront that people understood that like, you know, actually having a mask is a morally neutral position.
1: It's actually. Yeah, imagine that. It's actually it's it does not mean you're inherently a dirtbag. No, true. Um, I. I do really appreciate that, that WCW kind of went that extra mile, especially if they were kind of responsible for mm-hmm. bringing Lucha Libre to mainstream American wrestling. Like, that's actually awesome yeah. that they did that. You
0: know, yeah, yeah. ECW got the got the cruiserweights, got those guys in first, but obviously <coughs> WCW had a much bigger platform. Yeah, exactly uh and then they did a whole vignette also gave eddie uh, not eddie they gave ray a whole vignette to himself just going over his backstory and being like Mm. i grew up tough in the barrios and i've been and i've had to fight for uh, you know wrestling was my way to get out of the tough streets of mexico city and again they're setting up that like he is putting his everything on the line for this title his mask his
1: mask yeah he is
0: going to he's willing to put that on the line and
1: as 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 we know nobody holds uh the permanence of mask removal more sacred than ray mysterio jr
0: yeah definitely they definitely definitely a man who
1: would never put a mask back on again after it got after it got taken off no true
0: to be fair it was a dumb idea to ever take it it was a hundred
1: percent a dumb idea and it is the most base thing in existence that when wwf brought him in they put him back they're like
0: put the fucking math back on dude yeah
1: it's as how i like i try to actively this is true i feel like i may have talked about this on the show before i like actively try to avoid like looking at pictures of like ray mysterio unmasked because it's weird it feels wrong it feels dirty it feels disrespectful and i hate it Mm -hmm.
0: so that is that match that we're obviously going to watch yeah uh the next match the culmination of a six month long arc steve mongo mcmichael versus jeff jarrett
1: double j Oh my.
0: Double J, and basically, uh, Steve Mongo McMichael is having is ha- going through it with his wife, Deborah McMichael. Fun fact Deborah McMichael is the same Deborah that Steve Austin would marry and then beat.
1: Oh, no,
0: same woman, and I didn't learn that until this week. Oh, uh, but anyway, no. anyway, Deborah McMichael basically. Turned heel on her husband, and instead of getting in a divorce, like sane people, they have instead been passive aggressively fighting each other for six months. Oh, shit. And this is the final culmination. Finally, Mongo McMichael versus Jeff Jarrett, who Jeff Jarrett isn't even like caniacally fucking Deborah. Uh they're <laughs> like platonically inclined, I believe. Absolutely. <laughs> But anyway, this is gonna be the final bit. Except, except this—you uh, know—the match was gonna be if if the, if, Deborah, if Jeff Jarrett loses, Deborah is gone from WCW forever. And then two weeks before the pay-per-view, Jeff Jarrett quits. He what? <laughs> They promote this match on pay per view, and then two weeks before the pay per view, he fucking quits, <laughs> and he's gonna go back to WWE to play with plantation owner Tennessee Lee and two pig farmers. Absolutely, that I... is what Jeff Jarrett's oh, future is.
1: Oh man! Uh, but yes, he's gonna I learn to
0: put don't. Pi- but he's gonna learn to put don't piss me off on the back of his guitar. I think
1: you mean don't make me mad.
0: That's true. <laughs> so this match Don't is no. Yeah, so I, I did. I did do a bit of a bait and switch to preserve the moment. There, <laughs> the actual match we're watching is Steve Mongo McMichael versus a mystery opponent. Deborah McMichael is 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 hyping that she has a mystery man lined up to fight Monk to fight Steve Mongo McMichael, but this match is still happening. We are still doing the, if she loses, she has to leave.
1: I I do find it, I do find it really fun. So I wrote in my notes, Mongo McMichael versus JJ. And then you said, you did the bait and switch. And I I then proceeded to write, did I say JJ? I meant JK. It's a mystery opponent.
0: Ah! (laughs) Yeah. I thought about this one and I was like, I, this is the kind of dumb mid card is a dumb mid card match that is very indicative of what WCW is like Hell right now. Oh yeah so we brother. gotta do it. The next match that we are not going to watch is Disco Inferno mm. versus Jackal. Uh, bait bait bait. Mm. Yeah, you heard that right. Uh, hold
1: that I'm having conflicting feelings here.
0: Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> You gotta like, you gotta like, you know, burr, disco inferno idiot versus you know, the woman who the woman we just finished watching have bikini contests with Sable. Well, if
1: she gets to have actual matches, that's great. It's the whole disco inferno of it that fucks it
0: up. True, and basically, they've been like trying to build this angle for a minute here of like disco having to fight a woman and it's kind of as stupid as you think it is and from all angles except there is even one extra angle you didn't consider (laughs) is that this go inferno is the tv champion okay and they put the belt on him specifically so that he could have this match with jacqueline for the title except they are doing the show in las vegas and the Nevada State Athletic Commission refused to let them have a man-versus-woman match with a title on the line. So it is now a non-title match.
1: What the hell? Yep. That's insanely stupid. Why is it only with a title on the line?
0: I don't know.
1: That's so arbitrary. I don't
0: know. It is so dumb, and also it is so dumb that WWE booked this whole thing without even once asking, like, can we do that? And and can we put this match on pay-per-view? And the
1: fact that in, what, 97, they're still following, like, fucking uh, state health commission, like, state uh, commission shit, like, for kayfabe, that's, I mean, I guess, like, you know, it still wasn't that enlightened of a time, but, like, come on, man, Jesus.
0: The, it's hilarious, and, uh, Look, as fun as it would be as noted misogynist to watch noted misogynist D- Disco Inferno get his ass kicked by Jacqueline, oh, the That's match so is pretty universally considered like the shittiest on the show. Damn. So I said, let's save us all the trouble. Yay. And not watch you know, the next match, and this one was tough to cut. We're gonna not gonna watch it, but it was a really tough decision. Okay. Rick Flair versus Kurt Hennig for the oh, United shit. States Championship. I basically was like, we we can't watch all four NWO matches yeah. that and the book that end this pay-per-view. We gotta cut one. Yeah. So I picked the one I care about least. But it's tough because it's probably gonna be pretty good. Yeah. god oh, damn. Basically, it has a ton of story behind it, but it's a story I don't really care about because I don't really care about the Four Horsemen. Uh, basically, cycle on back to Fall Brawl 1997. The NWO is having a ma- a, a War Games match with the Four Horsemen. Um, let me get, the, let me pull up Fall Brawl to get the uh, exact, you know, uh, matchups here. But it was Buff Bagwell, Kevin Nash, Conan, and Six. Not exactly the heaviest hitters the, of this. Group. Again,
1: the the B team, as you called it, I think that was very apt.
0: It's Na- it's Kevin Nash and the B team on this, Kevin. taking on the four horse the four horsemen: Chris Benoit, Rick Flair, Steve Mongo McMichael. So over it, in- the horsemen are not doing great either. Wait, the, quite the, that's
1: the make the 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 makeup of the horsemen changed. What?
0: I mean, the makeup of the horsemen changed a ton it, historically. It, it, speaking. I thought it was just the stagnant four. No, there, are, there. Are, oh boy, we let's let's get into the four horsemen uh, alignments, including the fact there have been multiple iterations of the horsemen with more or a few. I do more, remember that much. More than four or less than four.
1: I do remember that much.
0: I mean, the original group is Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Ole Anderson, and Tully Blanchard. Yes, yes. Uh, But other members of the group have included Lex Luger, Barry Windham, Sting, Sid Vicious, Paul Roma, Brian Pillman, Chris Benoit, Steve McMichael, (laughs) Jeff Jarrett, uh, Dean Malenko, and Kurt Hennig. Basically- They do the bit where they're like Arn Anderson, he's retired. His 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 you know, it's like it is in real life, his neck's fucked and all that. So he can't wrestle. But he wants to offer Kurt Hennig his spot in the horseman. Because they're they, you know, Kurt Hennig has been bros with Ric Flair in the past. And Kurt Henning's like, I accept this position. And ha ha swerve, idiots. Kurt Henning was NWO for life. I
1: see. Okay, yeah. So a little, little bit, a little bit of swervity swerve as you do.
0: Between anyways, the two of the, the biggest
1: and most fucking convoluted factions, I guess.
0: Yeah, Kurt Henning betrays the NW the horseman as soon as he gets in the cage. And the match basically <laughs> no, no
1: sense of suspense. Just as right is when it kicks off fuck you He gets
0: in the cage. you're done it's over <laughs> uh they beat the shit out of rick flair until mongo mcmichael surrenders to try to save flair and then the nwo is like fuck him anyway uh chris kurt hennig slams the cage door against rick flair's head
1: good, good good to know uh good to know that the sacrifice was not in vain that's great good job
0: Basically, they, like, hospitalize. Ho- Ric Flair is hospitalized, and, like, the first episode after Fall Brawl is, like, this big somber affair that they've, like, d- how could they do this to Ric Flair? Tony Schiavone rocks off the set and refuses to commentate this episode because he's so disgusted ah, by all this.
1: Tony, man. He's always such a goddamn moral grandstander. God damn it.
0: But in the end, and, and Ric Flair called, basically after that Ric Flair calls in to the show on Nitro later in the later, like a few episodes later. And is like, he is disbanding the horseman because he doesn't want, because he doesn't want the horseman to be held responsible for what he's going to do to Kurt Henning.
1: God damn. God damn. That's a, you know, I know Bischoff fucking hated Flair and did everything in his power to bury him. And this is a, hell of a way this kind of a shit way for the horsemen to go out if they are going out here but also mm-hmm. that does go kind of hard
0: it does it's actually sick as hell and then rick flair has spent the last couple of weeks of nitro trying to murder kurt hennig at the at the nearest opportunities he's had good to know good to know as, as Basically, said. honestly, the brutalizing of Ric Flair has been the, the biggest heat that the NWO has had in months. Huh. You know, the NWO are the coolest heels ever, but, like, goddammit, they fucked with Ric Flair. You fucked and then up. The, and then you, you fucked had, up. And then you had Kurt Hennig coming out with the Ric Flair robe that he stole, and then he gifted it to Hogan, and Hogan Ripped cut the, the sleeves, fucking off. sleeves <laughs> yeah. off. And then he wore the, the jacket.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and it looks like the prototype of Jeff Jarrett's current garb. Yeah, we, it we looks did this whole total thing. shit. Yeah, uh,
0: the funniest part though is Hogan tore ripped his shirt off while keep keeping the robe on, so the shirt didn't come off, and it was just like hanging around his neck. <laughs> oh
1: my god, he's so stupid. There's nothing. There's nothing going on up there. Head empty. No thing.
0: Yep. Yeah. So with a heavy heart we will be skipping kurt hennig Damn. versus rick
1: i understand Plano. but that would be a sick match to watch
0: yep yeah. now the last three matches of the show we're all watching them fuck yeah uh it first match scott hall versus lex luger with larry zabisco as the special guest referee oh shit basically at fall brawl um There was a tag match: Diamond Dallas Page and Lex Luger versus Randy Savage and Scott Hall. Uh, The match dissolved into total tag partner. No, it's yeah. Kevin Nash is injured. Uh. (laughs) Uh, Well, Kevin Nash is in the is in is in the War Games, you know. And we couldn't put Hogan. We couldn't put Hogan on this fucking show. This is only the Fall Brawl. He's not working. Oh my god! So you know. You know, you have to, you're just going to have to make a deal with it. Yeah. Um, basically, what happens is Scott Hall has taken to bullying any referee who dares to do anything remotely negative to the NWO. Like, unless you are giving him 100% favorable calls at all times, he will beat you up.
1: And, uh, and, what's, and what's his nuts has just disappeared?
0: Nick Patrick has now has refused he is. He uh, has had. He's grown a conscious uh, and doesn't want to do this, and and so they also beat him up. Sure, sure. Uh. So, but Scott Hall beat up all the referees, and so the match ended at full brawl with Larry Zabisco running down from commentary table and counting the pin for Luger to pin Scott Hall.
1: Sure. I mean, look, not, the fu- To be to be fair, the fucking bash at the beach match where Hogan turned heel uh had a botch where fucking the 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 ref didn't count any pins so like might as well might as well have it in reverse here it's like poetry it rhymes
0: so basically scott hall has continued declaring war on all referees including larry zabisco he has basically come out every week on nitro and cut a promo with six uh and if you want an example of how of how untouchable the NWO are right now, uh basically every time Scott Hall he opens with a hey, yo. Hey yo, I'm taking a survey. <laughs> are you guys here to see WCW? Let's the crowd yeah. murmur about yeah. it. Or are you here to see the and the whole crowd chance in WO Nice and he's like, Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: Scott Hall actually got a really cushy job at the US Census Bureau. You know, he's doing important he's doing important <laughs> research.
0: Yeah so like yeah that's where the nwo is at right now is that like hulk hogan could open the show kicking a dog and middle of the show scott hall would be like hey yo are you guys here to see the nwo the and, on, and everyone goes yeah austin,
1: austin have you have you considered that when we get to say the line serotonin go woo
0: that's true uh but scott hall by the way is one half of the tag team champions we'll get to that i think when i talk about the main event Mm -hmm. uh but basically roddy piper is the interim commissioner of wcw right now i guess and so he he is determined that lex Luger. yeah i don't remember how that happened yeah i just know he is He's getting
1: his practice Um, in for the xwf baby
0: (laughs) oh yeah of course So basically, he he declares that Luger and Hall need to settle this because you know that is a little bit controversial. The match at Fall Brawl ended without an official referee counting the pin, so we're gonna have a one-on-one match, no funny business, with a referee who will call it straight down the middle. Larry Larry Savisco, fuck you.
1: incredible yeah larry zabisco who has no you know more morals to bring to this uh to bring to this particular bout no sir
0: hey this is all part of the fuck nwo plan that has been going on that, WCW. that's this actually point. great yeah. i kind of love that so scott hall is big mad about this <laughs> but you know, nothing he can do about that's it it's
1: incredible <laughs>
0: And also, oh, I guess I'll say it now. I was going to talk about it later. But also, Piper decided that, you know what? Because Scott Hall tried to be like, you know, the big man, Kevin Nash, he hurt his knee and I hurt my ribs. But, you know, I'm still here. And then Roddy Piper's like, next week, you and Nash are defending your titles. And if you don't show up, I'll just strip the belt. I do not care. That's
1: incredible.
0: So on the October 13th 97 episode of Nitro, Scott Hall showed up. They did NWO rules where 6 could defend the belt in Kevin Nash's steed and then they lost the tag belts to the Steiner Bros. Oh
1: shit. O- okay. Interesting. I guess I guess Steiners are our, our big our big face right now. So yeah, fair enough.
0: They are. Scott Steiner hasn't betrayed his brother and joined the NWO yet. Yet. <laughs> Buff, Buff Bag- soon enough, Buff Bagwell will teach Scott Steiner the benefits of steroid abuse. <laughs> and then it's all over for the Steiner brothers as a tag team
1: it's so it's so joker. yeah he had to explain it to he had to explain you know the the, the math of muscle growth to steiner for him to really mm-hmm. <laughs> uh standing you know, yeah the fucking buff bag while opening up so it's, like, it's like some deal with the devil shit he's opening up like a case with the with the fucking like plunger in it and he's like he's like you know they say all men are created equal but you take a little bit of this shit and you'll see that is not true
0: yes absolutely. and scott Sanders signs away his soul correct uh then the next match on the show randy savage versus d d p in a las vegas sudden death match oh okay nice that's basically just a no-DQ match. Look, no rules. Look, they, they're going to do some time. crazy
1: shit. I'm here for it.
0: Basically, basically, you know, DDP has been one of the soldiers fighting the hardest in the war against the NWO. As he is the man on, on the Brandon. front lines. The people's champion of WCW. Um, and he's been running afoul of, of, of Randy Savage for months. It's been a case of, like, each man, you know... Randy attacking each other with crutches and, and and you know going at and Savage going after Kimberly who is DDP's wife and one of the Nitro girls like it's a whole big personal beefing and now we're settling it all in a match with no rules. Also, uh, during the build all this, the DDP fought with Randy Savage and Randy Savage tried to pile drive DDP onto like the exposed concrete. On the floor, Ratty Piper showed up to stop Randy Savage from doing that, and then and then DDP got up and hit the Diamond Cutter onto the concrete onto Randy Savage. Sick as
1: hell. Sick as hell.
0: And then as a great moment I talked to David about on Nitro is the entire NWO ran out to be like care for their wounded friend and load him into the ambulance. And then the crowd is chanting, na 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 na, na 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 hey hey hey, goodbye. What the fuck? And, then, and Tony Schiavone is on commentary going, Now, if you are at home or an NWO fan, I'm very sorry, but we do not have any sympathy for these guys. Oh my
1: god.
0: And Bobby Heenan is like, "Okay, guys, on one, two, three.
1: <laughs> wait, so wait, what? Okay, I'm confused. Why the fuck did Shivani say that about no sympathy? Because like, Shivani's a face. The end. The the WCW yeah, so Locker the you guys are face.
0: Yeah, because fuck the NWA. Yeah,
1: but like, I get because, but, 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 fucking, uh, Didi... Oh, oh, Sa- Savage got hurt. Never mind.
0: Yeah, okay. Savage got it. Okay,
1: I keep for I keep getting it mixed up. Thinking DDP was the guy that got her. Okay, yeah, 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 got it, got it, got it.
0: Yeah, Lol.
1: That's incredible. Fuck and the then next, NWO. And then the, and then the
0: next and then the next week, Randy Savage came out with a big black neck brace, and everyone also made fun of him there as well. <laughs>
1: it's got to be on brand and also neck health awareness, baby. Yep,
0: you got to start punching people in the wieners and all that. <laughs> So this is the big old grudge match. And from what I hear is one of the best matches on the show. Oh, shit. so I'm very excited that, about it. I've yeah. always heard that DDP, DDP and Savage had great matches with each other. And I'm excited I don't, to
1: get, I to don't know that. if I've seen a proper DDP match before. Uh, I can't remember if we've
0: seen. You him. definitely, you definitely haven't seen DDP like in his like baby face, like the diamond cutter bang. Okay. Phase, All you know? right. Like, I'm here for like it. Like you've seen, you've seen some of him when he was still like a heel. That's, but he has since turned baby face and it's like one of the top baby faces in on wcw at this point well, that's exciting i'm looking forward to it then the main event roddy piper versus hollywood hulk hogan yeah. in a steel cage match okay i'm still getting my shit match on this show i'll tell you that uh so Roddy Piper uses his executive authority as the interim commissioner to book himself in the main event with the world that's champion. That's how it works. That's you how know, you do. Good baby, you know, good baby face uh, ad- activities there.
1: Okay, but Austin, have you considered so, fuck the NWO?
0: That's true. Also, though, funny enough, Piper does not make this a title match. What? It's not a title match. What? This isn't even the first time that he main events with Hollywood Hogan that is not for the title. What the fuck? Because <laughs> he main evented Starcade 96 against Hogan what? and it wasn't for the Why? title.
1: Why? Why, though?
0: Because it, we've run into the unstoppable force meeting, the immovable object of booking, where we don't want Hogan to lose the belt but Roddy Piper refuses to put over Hogan. So the only solution to this problem is to put Piper in non-title matches so he can beat Hogan and it not matter. What, 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 but
1: why the fuck is Roddy Piper able to out-politic Hogan?
0: I don't know, but he's always been able to do this. He never put over Hogan clean in the WWF, which when you consider, like, Hulkamania era Hogan Why? could never beat Hult, Roddy clean because Roddy never never put him over. What the
1: fuck? Why did he just hate Hogan?
0: He is wanted. He was protecting his goddamn spot. You know he's the. I, you can't have the if the top bad guy Christ. gets beaten. Ain't the top bad guy no more. So you know.
1: Fuck me. All right, that's dumb. Okay, whatever.
0: Oh, it is, uh, but roddy piper is like i am i he's doing it because he wants to end the career of hulk hogan right here right now end it all and hogan for his part is um actually kind of taking this more seriously than he usually does like he actually gets a really good totally serious promo in the middle of all this shit where he's like I mean, he doesn't even say brother. I, how do I do this? Because he doesn't use any of his Hoganisms. He he drops all of that.
1: Terry Balea comes <laughs> out to cut a promo. Fuck.
0: Yeah, he's basically like, you need to cut out this like the icon of wrestling shit because you can't be the icon, Roddy, because you've been in my shadow for fifteen years. <laughs> and he's like, when you came when you came back to WCW, you said you were gonna quit wrestling because you were gonna do it for your family preserve your time with your family you made a promise to them and i'm gonna make sure you keep it by putting you in a wheelchair
1: what the that actually sounds sick as hell
0: yeah like for once hulk hogan decided he's gonna be a stone cold killer
1: jesus that's actually insane i love that what the hell okay hogan jesus fuck
0: yeah so they Roddy, stole his belt in one of the assortment of nwo beatdowns that have occurred like fights with brawls that have happened. Yeah, and he put the belt away somewhere somewhere safe with a man called Sting. Oh, shit. Which is a good time as any to talk about Sting, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, because honestly, Hulk Hogan has spent mo- as much time fighting with Roddy Piper in the last six weeks of TV as he has spent fighting Sting. Interesting Like they are planning, the, they have already planted the seeds that Sting is the most final boss of this whole gauntlet. Like he is the say, like they're very quietly saying he is the savior of us. Of this. He is the guy to be. Because Hogan, Hogan that's so metal. Because Hogan, because he is in the heads of the entire NWO. Like they are all freaked out by Sting hanging out in the rafters. And showing up with his weird body doubles, and then beating their asses with a baseball bat, <laughs> like they're all terrified of Sting, as you do. And so I would, he will, I would think he would play a part in this show because he has terrorized the NWO for months. It's all part of the thing. When he became the Crow, he like didn't wrestle and he didn't talk for like a year. He just showed up. And uh, beat their asses like an avenger in the night, and the NWO is completely psyched out by him. They do; they are like they have lost their minds trying to deal with this guy. And it will all come to a head at Starcade, where of course, of course, of course, Sting is going to beat Hollywood Hogan. Fuck
1: yeah! Like that is that is the prophecy. There is no way you 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 don't fulfill the prophecy absolutely yep makes perfect sense to me
0: gonna they will they will nail that home run for sure
1: absolutely yeah no I, and that is why the nwo went down as one of the as as the best written storyline in all of wrestling history as it knew exactly how to capitalize on a certain thing to get started up and it knew exactly when to end per- yeah, perfect perfect
0: correct uh, but that is for that's a couple months down the road. Yeah. Uh, tonight is Halloween Havoc. Uh, if you'd like to watch along with us, I mean, they do you you hit it up, you know, Peacock. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, has got all of the WWE pay per views. And specifically, that means they have all the WCW pay per views. The MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Let's go. We are gonna watch history. I'm
1: so excited! Fuck yes!
0: And we are back. We have finished Halloween Havoc 1997.
1: Austin, my my hot ha- my my houses are haunted. My uh ghosts do be grim and grinning. Uh, mm-hmm. this was this was I have to say hell of a good way to get to get in the halloween spirit i think this was this was a spooky old time yeah uh, for various there were various things about this that were spooky in some form or other but uh you know we'll get we'll get to that yeah
0: um, overall i thought it was a decent show i mean yeah that,
1: i was because, kind of down for it
0: the first hour was hot and then it yeah. kind of, <laughs> <laughs> with, some, with, some, with a couple of with a couple of highlights in between there
1: Hell yeah. I'm I'm, I'm out there with you, but, uh, uh, nevertheless, uh, honestly, just looking at the Halloween Havoc stage setup is enough to, like, yeet me into the Halloween spirit, alright? Like, like, I, for those who, like, haven't seen it, first of all, Google a fucking picture, but, like, they have this mm-hmm. like crazy like kind of phantom head emblem that they put right in the fucking center. There's fog everywhere. They've set up a shit ton of gravestones like um it's very spooky and and and, and like and like the 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 screens, the the video screens are like um on crypts um, mm-hmm. which is sick as hell. So yep.
0: But tonight, the world of wrestling will change forever. Uh, uh,
1: Tengo pregunta right off the bat. Uh, How? How though? In what way?
0: Because Hogan and Roddy Piper are gonna have a non-title match in a cage.
1: But that doesn't—that doesn't answer my question. That just says what's what's happening. What what's changing? What's different? I'm very confused.
0: Well, For the last time, Roddy Piper is gonna end Hulk Hogan's career. Yeah, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. I I hear you, but but what? Uh, I I'm still not getting how how is how is the world of wrestling changing forever?
0: I don't see why you're not understanding. It's so <laughs> obvious what's happening. So, yeah? yeah. Is it obvious? Yep. Clearly. So we go to the commentary what, guest. Fuck. <laughs> introducing the commentator for the night. Tony Schiavone, Bobby Heenan, and Dusty Rhodes.
1: Oh yeah. The uh the the OGs um of of like at least televised WCW commentary. Mm-hmm. Um and uh something I like didn't realize about this feud, you might have mentioned it in the front half, but I don't think you did, is that like this Hogan-Piper feud is like a whole-ass year in the making, um, which is kind of sick. Um,
0: yeah, this last the, they've been fighting since last year. That, that culminated in K 96 being main-evented by Roddy Piper versus Hulk Hogan, where Roddy Piper uh, drew up the main-event contract. Did not put the title on the line, make Hogan defend the title, and then he beat Hulk Hogan in the main event uh, of Arcade '96. I see. If you want, if you want a sign where this is going,
1: ah, uh, I'm seeing a pattern. Yeah,
0: because like that Piper would be being an a interesting and not, yeah, that would Hogan defend the belt.
1: Because like if if it were, because like that could be the interesting kickoff of Piper being like. I don't even want your belt. I want to prove that I can beat you and then beating Hogan and then using that as a jumping off point to pursue the belt. But, uh, that's not, it's not the no, angle they he went just, with. He
0: just decided to not pursue the belt a second time.
1: <sighs> Great. Okay. So, um, yeah, commentary, commentary. I, I do want to, a couple things from the opening video, like, cause we get an opening video package about this feud. Um, uh, Hogan goes, uh, like they're just showing competing promos between the two men we see a bit where hogan goes who do you think you are piper and piper goes i'm the boss which just made me think of fucking like cake boss like i'm just imagining who do you think you are piper my name's buddy i'm the boss Um, (laughs) honestly i could see him in a in a wrestling ring um yeah also, Halloween Havoc, did not know this until now. Very heavily sponsored by Slim Jim. Which it's they Slim
0: Jim. G- they always say Slim Jim's Halloween Havoc.
1: Which they will constantly remind us about. And like, while the video package is wrapping up, we get like a giant fucking Slim Jim logo blowing up over Hulk Hogan's face, which is beautiful. Um, alright. So we get our commentary intro Yes, it is it is Shivani it is the dream daddy and it is uh it is Bobby the brain heenan um yeah
0: heenan heenan being like you know you know you, you get Hogan in a cage you know like an animal he, you know you, you know low life he's going to be going to be in a fight trapped heenan seems
1: so morally confused like i i remember when we did the 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 intro of the nwo arc and heenan's whole thing is that like as time was going on he began he began pulling more for the NWO except he's still not really pulling for them here like he'll kind of cape for heel morality but he'll also be like oh no it's but disgusting also like,
0: you know NWO is Hogan's thing and yeah. he's gotta still hate Hogan so you know oh shit you're right oh my god he's carrying go. that
1: forward oh fuck okay that's a deep cut I respect it yeah um,
0: and, and then Dustin's like everything is on the line tonight dude
1: dusty roads on commentary. i got some i got some
0: good lines from Dusty. i got a, i got a
1: couple you probably got more than i did um i want to say off the bat this is like this is like the 1997 version of like 2023 jim ross on commentary he just kind of says shit and it's yeah. great um but yeah all right so we open well uh, i you i ahead. you know
0: i watched i watched the whole show Austin awesome so. watched
1: the whole show the um, first
0: match that only i watched uh yuji nagata versus ultimo dragon actually was a pretty solid match i'm um, not surprised uh i did note is that david saw some of this but he missed when this first happened is raven and his cult of grunge fans uh came down to the ring during this match and so now raven is building the flock uh Ah. it's like stevie richards billy kidman um a couple other dudes but now they like dress like they listen to nirvana a lot and like at least one of them is a drug addict like it's 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 a whole thing
1: yeah i heard commentary talk about that a little bit i was confused what the fuck they were on about but cool um
0: so nuji nagata and multiple dragon have a really good match where it's all about Yuji Nagata working the arm of As Ultimo you Dragon.
1: Do. And fuck, then.
0: Fuck them arms. And then the match ends when Yuji Nagata gets Ultimo Dragon in an arm bar and he taps them out. Yep. And then cool. after the match, Yuji Nagata uh, attack keeps attacking Ultimo Dragon and Sonny Ono kicks there's like a kick to ultimo dragon in the arm they're selling it like oh my god and he just broke that man's arm oh and shit then, and then after the match sonny ono provide gives yuji nagata a big fat check for injuring ultimo dragon like he just pulls <laughs> out a check and is like here Fucking you go, yuji sir. nagata
1: has performed a hit on yeah, sonny ono yeah camp. this was a mercenary in- job incredible
0: then we cut backstage to Disco Inferno inter- interviewing with the WCW.com people, mm-hmm. uh, and Disco Inferno is like, and because they're like, "So Disco, how is it gonna? How's it feel to be wrestling a woman tonight?" And he's like, "Yeah, I know we're making history and here." And he and, and, he's,
1: and he said, "What do you mean wrestling a woman?
0: What, no, do, you, what do you?
1: What? This is <laughs> this is news to me."
0: Disco's like. Yeah, we're making history now. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do because I can't punch her. I can't kick her. And cheerleaders don't It's almost like we're not
1: actually going to wrestle. It's almost like the athletic commission didn't
0: didn't fucking fucking clear this. Yeah, just you wait. Uh, And then he's like, you know, cheerleaders don't belong on the field. You know, women belong in the home. And at this point, Jacqueline runs up and is like, what the fuck? Why are you not interviewing me? And then she threatens Disco and he runs off from the interview
1: burn baby burn okay and
0: then match number two uh gato versus chris jericho the
1: unadvertised bonus match is upon us and mike tonight has joined commentary to lend his
0: he's the one who knows all the moves and all the history so get him on commentary he
1: he is he is the excalibur of his time deeply underappreciated um uh yeah, uh, this is apparently Ghetto's uh WW or W WCW debut, which is sweet. No, but um, Bobby
0: Heenan goes. So is it pronounced ghetto like ghetto?
1: I I miss that. I I just heard Tanae being like, yeah, it's ghetto, not Gato. Uh, I mm-hmm. missed Heenan being a dumb dumbass yeah. about it. Um, then I wrote Chris Jericho
0: here. The walls, Dad! Yeah, we're well, making a joke. I was like, Chris is here to break down the walls or something. I didn't. I
1: didn't realize he had to break
0: the wall. No, down he didn't. He in. did not. He didn't. Oh this is a dub. <laughs> this is a dub.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Was his can... original music like licensed? It was not
0: quite licensed. Oh no. <laughs> so I think <laughs> this is now let me see if I can the audio plays through this, right? Like if I put if I pulled up YouTube right now, audio would yeah. play. Okay, great. So, oh, well, I,
1: I don't, I don't know, I don't know if it would play directly through this. I don't think so. Well,
0: let's. I mean, let's. I, I kind of want to yeah. test that because this is there's there was a whole joke I had set up specifically for this. Well,
1: at the very least you can screen share. <laughs> That's true.
0: Okay, so hold up, people. As Holding up. Basically, so to set up what we're doing here, basically, Jimmy Hart is the master. Of legally distinct covers. Oh no, he did this for he where ECW just stole songs. Uh, Jimmy Hart, yo ho, Jimmy Hart couldn't do that, so he would just make barely distinct versions of songs. It's it's the it's the you know under pressure ice ice baby situation. Oh no, (laughs) it's like basically. Chris Jericho has a not cover of even flow by Pearl Jam
1: oh, and
0: God. I would like to to now uh, let's see uh, uh, for the people at home an opportunity to hear both themes side by side and I'll let you decide if you think this is legit.
1: <laughs> okay let's let's do this.
0: All right, let me. Use...
1: Okay. Oh, oh my.
0: All right. So let's first listen to "Even Flow" by Pearl Jam. Very. This is important. <laughs> I think that's enough of that
1: yeah 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 you know we don't we don't want to get murdered by the copyright
0: all right here is chris jericho's wcw theme
1: oh my god no (laughs) no way (laughs) are you shitting me oh my god
0: jimmy hart you've done it again
1: (laughs) hart you magnificent bastard i've read you a book
0: yeah he did this for a few people um raven comes out to a fake version of come as you are by nirvana and uh ddp comes out to a fake version of smells like teen spirit by nirvana
1: (laughs) what the fuck why is ddp coming out to smells like teen spirit because that was
0: hip and cool But and he's he is not hip a, and cool
1: but he's not a teen he's like in his 20s at least
0: yeah but the theme but it's lit so it's fine sure i guess his, he's actually in his mid to, mid 30s to late okay
1: 20s. i thought maybe but i i didn't want to be that uncharitable in case he just like
0: now, old. uh ddp when did he DDP, ddp debuted at a super late age in wrestling like he, he's kind of famous for that so uh when did he start wrestling uh, he didn't break into wrestling until uh, he was 32, actually. So, so you're saying actually, there's he's a like chance. so he's actually like 40. In,
1: so in you're saying there's it. a
0: chance?
1: In theory, sure. Ooh, oh my! I'll have to keep that in mind. All yeah. right. So, um, so uh, I, I noticed immediately, like ghetto's got like a style to him. Like he's kind of like, uh, gets like crouches down low and does like a fucking like, you know, uh, pose, um,
0: martial arts karate. Yeah. The, the
1: story, the story of the match essentially seems to be that like ghetto has done his fucking homework and can remain one step of Jericho ahead of time. I, I, I was kind of unclear on this. Have they worked each other before? Or... Yeah. I
0: think they were, t- I think today in the middle of all that was talking about how they've, they've wrestled in Japan many times. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, but so, so yeah, so so Ghetto is a like knows Jericho inside and out and is able to kind of stay one step ahead of him. Um, and it, it's it's wild to see because off the bat, Ghetto is the one like healing it up. Um, it's really bizarre to see Jericho be like the virtuous, not under, yeah, him he hasn't learned how to be a contrast. heel yet. He is
0: yeah, just, he's just good baby face boy, Chris the Jericho.
1: Yeah, um uh so i i took i I got a few good match notes uh like so the the match is kind of the it opens with like ghetto kind of beating up on jericho a little bit they get outside the ring they get back in the ring um uh we get a great spot where jericho runs the ropes ghetto like dodges him and um pushes him uh like pushes him over the the top rope um jericho Flips over, skins the cat, so he's holding on to the top rope and just his feet are barely dangling, touching the ground. Um, but then fucking pulls himself back up into the ring, like doing a flip over the ring ropes before Ghetto just fucking lariates him. He's like, get
0: out of the ring.
1: (laughs) That was that was sick. That was a great fucking moment right there. That was awesome.
0: And then Ghetto was like, power slam. I'm gonna hit you with power slams.
1: Power slams. Um Uh, he goes for a few pin attempts off of those Jericho kicks out though. Um, he attempts a sleeper. Um, oh, oh no, Jericho kicks out. Um, uh, Ghetto yes, attempts Ghetto, Ghetto,
0: gets in the sleeper hole. Um, Jericho, Jericho
1: throws him off. He and does then like a
0: backpack slams him. He
1: backpack back slams him and then turns around for a fucking lariat. Boom! The as hell. Yeah, the arm right through the neck. That was yeah. great. Ghetto um, runs
0: the ropes. Jericho hits a powerbomb, doesn't let him go, and just lifts him back up to powerbomb him again.
1: Well, I, I, I want to... It wasn't just Ghetto running the ropes. It was... Um, Jericho tries to Irish whip ghetto into the ropes. Ghetto reverses it. Um so Jericho bounces off, but he slips down under Ghetto's legs, catches him, gets up, and then the fucking like power bomb one holds on, pulls him up again, boom, power bomb two cover attempt. I kick feel down. like I
0: feel like Wardlow should do that. Like he should yeah, just that, like his power bomb symphony should be like, I don't let go.
1: <laughs> that would be that would be sick as hell. I like the power bomb symphony as it is, but doing that would be metal as hell. Um uh, d- d- this this was insane too. Ge- uh, Jericho takes Ghetto up to the top turnbuckle. Attempts. Oh yeah, a... this
0: crazy fucking shit. Yeah, this
1: was fucked up. Uh, attempts <laughs> what? Uh, a, a a super Frankensteiner I guess. Yeah, it's supposed Franken-
0: to be like a top rope which is a top rep Hurricane Rana. Okay, uh, yeah. Essentially, I think I think uh, Frankensteiner's is or... technically like a, a poison. It's something. Okay, but,
1: uh, but it, he calls it the Jericho spot. It,
0: failed. <laughs> it well, fails. You well, know, it looks pretty like, bad
1: pushes him off and they both land like nasty. Uh Like I was, I, I, I was hurting watching both of them fall back to
0: the mm-hmm. mat.
1: Um, sick move where ghetto or Jer- Jericho tries to German suplex ghetto and ghetto just fucking backflips out of it. Um That's uh, whenever people pull shit like that, it's insane. Yeah. But ghetto, um,
0: ghetto basically is a seat. The ending sequence is kind of like Ger- ghetto goes for like a karate chop. Jericho dodges him. Jericho goes for a German suplex. Ghetto dodges him. Ghetto grabs Jericho drops him on his knee he okay this, okay
1: this was this was this was wild though like so ghetto picks up jericho for that and it looks like uh, the setup to a one-winged angel um which is wild have not seen bit. anybody but kenny omega do like that kind of setup but this instead is, of like this is how this is how, trained, this angel, how
0: this is how ghetto trained okada it's because oh, he shit. knows how to do the one-winged angel
1: i see this makes sense now um but instead of like doing the one wing and angel move um he he fucking drops jericho just down on jericho's knees which is fucked up um know goes, goes up
0: top yep. and then he tries Attempts to go to for a like a, knee, a top rope kick or something jericho just flying duck.
1: knee like he like he, he's got his knee out um, yeah
0: jericho just dodges out of the way and then he put Jericho, just locks in the lion tamer for the win.
1: Yeah, and after like five seconds, Ghetto taps out like a bitch.
0: Hey man, this is this back. This is back in the day where like we're trying to treat submissions as a serious business here, you know? Yeah, tap I can out. Tell. Ta- you tap out immediately. So Jericho gets the big win on pay per view. Oh, uh, backstage yeah. we are. It, it, my mean Gene Okerlund is in the locker room, and he is here with Deborah McMichael. Absolutely. So Deborah is like, "I'm the star here, and I'm not gonna let Mongo steal my slime light." And Jean's like, "So what's you know who's the surprise here, Deborah? We don't know." And she's like, "Oh, everyone is talking about. It. Is it Jeff Jarrett? No. Is it Michael Cook? No. I've even heard Steven Seagal.
1: What the fuck? Yeah. What the hell was that?
0: We're just name dropping famous people.
1: I guess.
0: And and, then,
1: and 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 when
0: Deborah says
1: that she goes, she goes. People have even speculating Steven Seagal and Mean Gene just goes, well, that's a stretch. <laughs> Fucking based.
0: And then here comes Mongo McMichael being He's the like, world's most divorced man. This couple just needs to get a divorce. They've been True. passively aggressively doing this for like six to eight months, Christ. and they could just get divorced. They could just uh, get divorced.
1: <laughs> it's funny too, cause Mo- Mongo McMichael like threatens to freeze like Deborah's assets essentially. And Deborah instead of As having As a matter any of fact, give me of, back like, those
0: credit cards.
1: Yeah. And, and instead, instead of having any like legal counter to that, Deb's just like, huh, I'd like to see you try. So she's clearly, like
0: she's like, I earned that from putting up with you and your family all these Yeah, days. so
1: yeah, so so it's like some girl boss response and not like fucking like not, not any. So clearly, Deborah McMichael did not sign any kind of prenup going into this. No, which, you know, Mon- classic No,
0: no Ma- Mongo. I don't know. I don't know his. I could see Deborah's motivation for not getting divorced because clearly no prenup. I don't know why yeah. Mongo isn't doing it. Like what? Like man, he's just many, a simp, man. How many weeks are you going to get hit in the face with a briefcase by your wife before you're like, you know what? You're Actually, done.
1: uh look look man sometimes even even though you're the most the world's most divorced man sometimes the pussy too good um uh mean gene makes the correct but lame point that this belongs in a court of law and not a wrestling ring eddie and ray backstage being like "Hmm." um
0: like does it they're like does does it
1: eddie and ray uh will remember this uh
0: speaking of eddie and ray let's it's fucking go time. oh
1: my god okay so first of all what the fuck is ray's og theme what it's so
0: it's it feels like it feels like a prototype bill goldberg theme yeah it's like spooky legitimately yeah. spooky. it's like done 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 yeah dun. and little um, ray mysterio comes out
1: yeah, we he he comes out to much fanfare. He's got like the extra mask that he gives a fan. We see one dude in the crowd who like has thumbs down booing Ray like okay, okay, buddy. Um uh, uh you know, good good shit. And then Eddie emerges and oh my god. Eddie Eddie is him, man. Mm-hmm. Eddie, like I I don't even he he just has all of this presence to him like eddie this is not the eddie guerrero of 2005 who's like a cheeky like kind of campy prick like he's just evil uh, and he emerges like the gaze low the hair coming down over his eyes a, a permanent scowl affixed to his facade he is he is him <laughs> And mm-hmm. oh my God. And the heat that this man, the Latino heat uh, is, is real.
0: That's a good phrase. Yeah.
1: The crowd is booing the shit out of him. Everyone fucking hates him. Oh my God. He's so fucking cool. Um, the Eddie sucks chance are going hard. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's, it's fucking time. I okay. Insane like opening sequence. Like off the bat, we're going. Like they get in the ring and they're kind of yeah. Absolutely down. fucking. But that absolutely ring- only
0: note was the uh, fucking opening sequence. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. This is this is
1: so so fucked. I can't even. I still can't wrap my head around what the fuck we just watched. I like. Oh wow. Um. So. Eddie and Ray exchange blows. Eddie Irish whips Ray into the ropes. Um, Ray springboard flips off the, off the fucking, uh, ropes. Um, Eddie catches him, but Ray pulls him down for an arm drag. And then like monkey flip sends Eddie to the outside over the top rope. And then Ray fucking cross bodies over the top rope to the outside onto Eddie. Um, um, and then, fu- oh, no, 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 sorry. No, he monkey flips Eddie, who lands across the ropes. Ray crossbodies himself onto Eddie, which throws Eddie to the outside. Ray flips over the ropes, lands on the apron. Eddie fucking pulls him down to the floor, yep. grabs him, <clears throat> drags him head first, and rams his head into the steel steps on the outside of the ring.
0: Holy Crazy shit. Crazy shit. Off the Start fucking the match. Bat.
1: Oh, my God. No, um,
0: Eddie, Eddie throws Ray back in the ring and just casually hits like he jumps over a, springboards like a, over the rope into a senton. Senton? What the fuck? And then Ray gets up. He does a fucking handspring. Eddie catches him mid-flip and just suplexes him.
1: I know. What? the, the This insane belly-to-back suplex? Which, fun fact, I don't think I realized that's what that move was called, the belly-to-back suplex. I was slightly mm. confused. Bit um of a-
0: It's named what it's named. Yeah,
1: Yeah. uh, it seems like a bit of a misnomer, but whatever. Um, Mike Mike Tanay on commentary, being the expert on these things, says this is apparently Ray's ninth mask defense, which is fucked. Um, uh, Eddie Eddie is getting impatient about this whole uh, mask taking off. Yeah. So he just starts tearing at Ray's mask himself.
0: No, he starts through the mask. Eddie puts Ray in an abdominal stretch just so he can reach over and try to rip at the mask.
1: Uh, commentary is uh, talking they, about, they talk how, like, about how Ray's... Ray
0: is, he's got a, Ray put a full body suit on yeah. to, to make um, it easier to protect the mask. Big brain move from Ray. Big Mystira, brain move. Who, well, like he's in this like purple Joker, but bo- uh, like jo- no, purple Riddler could we be more correct. Honestly, on? I'd body say suit. it's like
1: Mysterio from Spider-Man. Like uh, actually like kind of,
0: it's probably closer to what he's, he's, he's going for, but all those question marks, I'm like Riddler.
1: Ah, uh, well Really? He's going for classic Doctor Who right there, you know. Oh, um, actually, the he's the the regeneration. You know, it's a lottery. Um, uh, sometimes he end up a luchador. Uh, well, speaking of brain, Bobby Bobby Heenan suggests that Eddie will just need to totally strip Ray down to get the mask off. Oh my! Oh my! Oh Eddie! <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> also also I, I so I I it, so I watched this match twice. I watched it as part of my like watch through to take notes. And as I was telling you off screen, I had uh I had my uh co-star for the show I was in over last night to hang out, and I, I introduced her to a bit of wrestling and, and I I did it via showing her this match. And like once Eddie started putting Ray at submission holes, she just kinda goes like Man, they're just kind of like chilling there for a second. I'm like, look,
0: yeah, that's it's sure, supposed sure. to be painful. Listen, that's how um, it goes. Listen, yeah, hey. um, it's very painful. His abdominal is being stretched. <laughs> that's why it's called the
1: abdominal stretch. Can't you see the sign? Um, it's very yeah, very painful. But uh, he 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 tears a tiny bit at Ray's mask. Doesn't get super far. Uh, but then fucking does a backbreaker onto Ray. Um, yeah. Ray over on Ray, commentary, Eddie. we learn.
0: Eddie Over starts, it. I was going to say, is that Eddie starts like pinning Ray and he's like holding Ray's hands down. Oh, yeah. Just, that, was,
1: that was like an actually scary looking pin. I don't think I've seen yeah. a pin like they're, that before. They were like, set.
0: That was set up for a payoff in a minute. Um, a very then, strong
1: looking. Um, we we do have yeah, some commentary though, some some cool things. So apparently Conan used to be, Conan used to be masked. Um,
0: now it checks out.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're talking about like, you know, sometimes like a wrestler can thrive after being unmasked but for a lot of luchadors it's like yeah devastating it is really also- funny listening to commentary ever ring about the possibility of Rey mysterio yeah. losing his mask when he turned out to be the least affected by mask loss luchador in all of luchador history yeah um,
0: they do keep talking of they also do bring up the like mike Tanay is like fun fat guys Rey mysterio before he took his uncle's name his uncle gave him the name his name he used to wrestle as colibri uh yeah. which, hummingbird and heenan and dusty are like Fascinated by this. Well, th- this is this was one of my
1: examples of Dusty being like the 1997 version of current day Jim Ross because Dusty just goes, "Well, I don't know about hummingbirds, but Eddie's mounted a great offense Danny." Uh, yeah, no.
0: Bobby Heenan's like, "What? His name was what? <laughs> a hummingbird? What?" Uh, but yeah, yeah. All this like handholding is all leading to Ray flipping the fuck up from being in the prone position all the way to the top rope. Yeah. A springboard into a flipping DDT.
1: To, yeah. Li- literally not that flipping. There was not like an, and uh, a, a superlative literally. He flips into a DDT off the top rope um, D and then a drop kick to Eddie sends him to the outside. Um, I there's a there's a fan like in the very corner barricade that 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 feeling when you can't tell if a fan is wearing sting makeup or, or juggalo makeup because, um, you know, is
0: the same fan that shows up later. I don't, I don't I don't think
1: so. I think it's a different guy, okay. um, but it, it could be either, you know, 1997. Who's to say? Um, uh, so we get uh, so, Ray, so they go to the he, outside. Ray does a fucking I fuck. What was this? This was insane. Uh, once they're once he sends Eddie to the outside. Oh, I don't, um,
0: uh, cause he, or was he that, or, I, that might not, I don't been, think not he tries true. to do know. like an apron move. Uh, okay. He tries to do like, he tries to do like jump to the corner jump flip over the ropes then f- jump from the apron but then eddie just gets the fuck back in the ring and knocks eddie onto the floor yeah <laughs> he's, a- and he's ca- like i will not clutch. stand here and take this shit but camel yeah
1: clutch time yeah Call eddie puts baby. in a camel
0: clutch or what is i don't remember i don't know i don't remember what the proper name is uh Caballo. eddie rips at the mask again you can. it's slipping enough off his face that you can kind of see his face ray's face the, the left yeah. side of his face Uh, They bring up... We learn... Yeah. They bring up Eddie going by Mascara Magica.
1: Yeah. He used to also be a masked luchador and then was like the first ever luchador to voluntarily remove his mask, which makes all of the sense for the supreme bastard man that he is just eddie doesn't guerrero. he
0: doesn't respect mask culture
1: he doesn't respect mask culture no it's sick as hell um so uh eddie eddie puts ray into a torture rack but ray reverses it into an arm the gory um, special specifically gory which is, special
0: which is again pioneered by his father gory guerrero, gory
1: guerrero yep um which is uh i guess uh fucking brian cage's finishing move is a gory special just not um yeah yeah
0: weapon weapon x is weapon x is a gory special it's a setup of it's a gory special as a setup and then he like yeah
1: yeah um uh ray but yeah ray reversed it to an arm drag but fucking two drop kicks from eddie onto ray um it's it's really funny i I put in my notes uh that it was kind of wild because eddie wasn't really doing all that many like you know heel cheater cheaty shenanigans outside of the mask ripping like he's just trying mm. to hurt ray and then he goes for a dirty pin never mind yeah
0: so at this point mike today is going his whole diatribe about el santo and i miss who he was talking about i tried to look it up he's and it's talking about me. gory
1: guerrero gory guerrero and el
0: santo okay used to be so, tag partners right and he's talking about how like gory betrayed santa because he felt he was in his shadow and bobby's like is there anything you don't know
1: yeah but bobby the brain heenan is frustrated by by, by uh mike Tane being a know-it-all
0: but then dusty Rhodes comes in with like actual kind of good bridge point here where he's like well maybe is this he is like eddie it sounds like the same situation of eddie thinking he's in ray's shadow
1: oh shit uh, and even like his dad's shadow a little bit, I think. Yeah. He pointed out, too. So he brings. Um, so, so
0: like Bobby's oh, like what the fuck? Today? A running theme. And, and, and then career. and then Dusty like tries to use his brain cells to be like time to connect these two points. <laughs>
1: oh my yes yeah, so the the dusty's d- brain cells rub together in just the right way to, to, to create that it was it was truly magical um eddie throws ray into the corner and ray being the very extra motherfucker that he is he flips into hangs, the
0: tree of woe hangs, which is yeah, where you hang upside, upside down. down in the corner
1: eddie eddie attacks ray a little bit like this hits and like then a he goes he goes to him yeah then he goes this this sequence. He goes to the opposite corner, and, and the funny thing is, is, sometimes like I see things like this, and I'm like, okay, it's funny, but also it is so unfucking realistic that Ray would just keep hanging there. and
0: uh-huh. the, uh-huh, uh-huh. Eddie charges at Ray, tries to baseball fucking- slide him. Yeah,
1: Ray lifts himself up. Eddie goes sliding under wow. him and crotches himself
0: on the ring post. Oh, my boss! Beautiful. <laughs> and, oh then, my God, as, and, and then Eddie goes to the outside and Ray dives over the ring post to send Eddie into the guardrail.
1: Yeah, crossbody to the barricade. Yeah. Um, okay, I was so confused. Bobby Heaton says something about getting a gun to see how fast Ray Mysterio leaves the ring. What? What did that mean?
0: I think he was trying to say he's like faster than a bullet or something. Oh, but, you know. but
1: he just sounds like he's still like, he wants to get in the ring and point a gun at Ray Mysterio <laughs> and everyone commentary is like, Oh yeah, that's a great point.
0: Yeah, what? Sure. Great idea. Great idea, Bobby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but actually they're all smurderous psychopaths on commentary. No, no
0: um, so, Ray.
1: Oh, this, okay. this, when this shit happened. Okay.
0: Yeah. So Eddie throws Ray into the ropes. Ray swings around the ropes and then, yeah, a little, scissor- little like
1: proto six, one,
0: nine action. Yes. I mean, he, yeah, I okay, Yeah, he doesn't do the six, one, nine yet is so no. he, he swings around the ropes into a head scissors to flip Eddie to the floor over the rope. And then and, and, he does. And this is all basically one fluid motion. Essentially. Uh-huh. He somersault head scissors. On the floor. To uh-huh. Eddie Guerrero. Oh my god. This was. Uh,
1: it's so good. This was like. When I knew this. Like I already knew. But like this is when I knew that. Oh yeah. This is one of the greatest matches ever put to pay-per-view, or it maybe any recorded wrestling. Um, I'll, I'll break it down more at the end, but, like, this was such, like, such an insane show-off of everything that these two could bring to a ring, even so fucking early in their careers. Two men who knew each other so well, and, like, this is perfect ring chemistry right here. It's actually insane to watch. They get back into the ring, Ray goes up top, fucking... Corkscrew
0: moonsault. So like casual. Moonsault to, super I, casual about it. Like,
1: like, I I so for for those who are like a moonsault, you go up to the top rope and you backflip off of it. Ray goes up to the top rope, backflips, but also like fucking spins diagonally in midair down to Eddie below. What <laughs> and then
0: and then Ray Mysterio, tiny motherfucker that he is, scoop slams Eddie Guerrero! Yep. And then he goes for the Arabian moonsault, which is basically like you jump up and like backflip. Like you like bump your feet into the rope, under the top well, rope, and then you, fall you back. Sit- you do
1: a sitting position. Yeah, you
0: sit sit on the top rope and then and fall then And then you fell you
1: yourself into a yeah. flip backwards. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I think
0: it's like Arabian moonsault. I know Christopher Daniels does that. I don't know okay. what the proper name is. That's my only frame of reference for it. But Eddie... Gets his knees up. And then Eddie with a big old power bomb for a two count. Eddie, he picks Ray up in the corner. And then he throws him in the corner. Eddie runs. Ray flips Eddie into the corner. And Ray with a spinning wheel kick. Eddie goes for a springboard move. Eddie catches him midair for a backbreaker. Crazy.
1: Oh, my God. Which which puts Ray like... Eddie positions him dead center in the fucking ring. And, and 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 Eddie decides that this is the perfect time to go for a frog splash. Ostentatious motherfucker that he is. Um, he misses it. Ray dodges it. And Eddie, Eddie, being the freak of nature that he is, just fucking somersaults through it, which is insane. Um, Eddie tries to go for the gory special off the top rope. So he's on the top like, rope. I, you're going to die. You're going to die is what arm. you're going to do. Yeah. But then, but, but, but then and he tries to transition this into a power bomb, power mm-hmm. bomb off the top rope. Ray
0: reverses that shit into a DDT. It was a hurricane Rana rolls him up. One, two, three. Ray Mysterio has won the match. Oh my God. Oh my God.
1: Uh, that was insane. And then, uh, you know, Ray, Ray celebrates. He lives to see another day with his mask still on. Enjoy it while you can, buddy. Um, Eddie,
0: Eddie gets, pissed. Eddie
1: attacks him as you do. Um, yep. Ray beats a quick retreat. um, and uh, Mike Tanay must return to his home planet. Um,
0: yeah, Tony Shavani Tony says this will go down as one of the greatest title matches in pay-per-view history. And, I mean... <laughs> and
1: yeah, yeah. One of the greatest matches in pay-per-view history. One of the greatest matches in recorded wrestling history, I think. Mm-hmm. I... This was magical. I'm so happy I watched it, like, twice. One for note-taking, mm-hmm. and then one to just watch it all the way through to appreciate it. Um I... This was a match where everything I saw is something I had never seen before. Like I have never seen a match that looks like this. I've seen some flippy boy matches, but I have never seen a match that looks like this. This was this was a perfect match. This is one of the greatest matches we have ever watched on this podcast and it is so so delicious to have waited this long to have watched it and for it to be everything i hoped for and more i don't even fully know what i was hoping for but this exceeded those expectations by a mile uh oh my god this was this you you've seen this match before i presume no
0: this is oh. my first time as well oh you know, shit. i've seen i've played wwe oh, K- yeah, yeah, yeah. 21 okay. yeah, so yeah. like the ray mysterio career mode has a lot of like as a lot of clips from this match yeah i want to i gotta go find like clips of
1: that because i want to see like what the ray showcase was because that seems like it'd be fun uh yeah
0: but no i have not ever watched this match all the way through
1: so so what's what's your what, no what i your, i agree
0: like, this is this is like one of the best matches ever and like truly like this is a truly the high point of wcw's cruiserweight division and kind Mm. of like the proof that this was the right idea to ever have it yeah i mean wcw was kind of taking a risk i think in some ways to throw these guys out there yeah because this was not introduce Introduce Amazing. this southern wrestling audience to like you're gonna you're gonna see like lucha libre in Japanese strong style and you're gonna fucking like it. Well, I will
1: I will say like f- at least for introducing a southern audience to lucha libre, like it 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 is fitting. Like there is a lot of cultural convergence between like um southern a uh, southern Hispanic population and a southern like American specifically like white American um population. Mm-hmm. There is a certain cultural exchange that has only grown in in uh in you know volume uh in as you know decade by decade and so this at kind of uh this in the late nineties as you know that trend was starting to pick up like lightning in a bottle in terms of like cultural influence and mm-hmm. like cultural convergence like we'll never we will never get something like this in wrestling history again i don't think unless
0: it's, like, it's basically impossible to get i think
1: yeah unless if, like some place out there develops its own brand new style of wrestling and then that like, i
0: think like, i think the, i think the closest we could get is kind of aew putting a spotlight on joshi wrestling you know in a way like, you know AEW, like wwe obviously you know they had in, in this part of the women's revolution has brought in women like Asuka or Kyrie Sane or EO sky. Yeah. Those are just end one-off in like individual women as part of a larger women's division. And AEW more t- has been, has done a lot of like highlighting of like, let's let the Josie's just fight each other and kick ass. Yeah. And I will say, well, th- it's it's a little different
1: because Joshi style isn't quite as distinct. from it us isn't it isn't as well. Yeah,
0: that's as, the thing. It's,
1: it's, as as Lucha Libre was in nineteen ninety. Yeah, like
0: like wrestling, like Joshi style is follows a lot of the conventions of Japanese wrestling style in general, which is a lot of hard hitting action is popular over there. But like we've all, we've had like the big as as a rest, as wrestling fans had the kind of big cultural influence of like New Japan's resurgence. Yep. Yep. Into mainstream so like people kind of already know what that's like they just have not necessarily been exposed to it with women doing it yeah but otherwise it's not the same as like there was this there was nobody in mainstream American wrestling like the luchadors that yeah. WCW was bringing in at the time like
1: so this is perfection on multiple mm-hmm. levels and I I am so fucking happy I got Like a lot work. of these, like a guy. lot,
0: like for a lot of the audience, like the idea of like high work rate, flippy ish kind of matches, and like in their mind is like, I don't know, like Randy Savage and Ricky Steamboat. Like yeah. that's their, like that's Which, their conception. Yeah. Like what that's like. Insanely great fucking match. Mm-hmm. But, but it's, to- it's totally different to what yeah. these guys in 97 were doing.
1: Yeah um so like this is a match that i will be revisiting pure fucking mm-hmm. magic pure lightning in a bottle oh my god so that was that was awesome yeah um you you technically put a skip in here and i did, I skip did. like 30 seconds but it's not I, much. Did, I did i did catch mean gene on commentary or not commentary but mean gene doing his mean gene thing and he says something about how like how the previous night he screwed over Shivani on some casino betting. <laughs> oh, yeah. He gave, him some
0: bad, he gave him some bad advice at the craps table. Um,
1: and he's like, I owe you 20 bucks or like a sandwich also, or something.
0: He's also like plugging his hot, the fucking hotline uh, that, that there is a new hot rumor that a certain click will be adding a new member to their organization. And I have no idea what that's about. I have uh-huh. no idea what that's referring no. to.
1: No clue but, what click. Uh
0: mean possibly. gene has got the hot scoops and for 99 cents a call or whatever it was you can inf- you can call in and find out what's the what like beautiful and then um, it's it's a wah wah shivani
1: mean gene says something about like shivani like hollow with a halloween costume and shivani says he may need to wear his mean gene costume for halloween oh my god i would love to see that
0: yeah then it's wakachowatwah
1: wah wah wakachowat. Okay, yeah, NWO <laughs> locker room with and Hogan. What the fuck? Okay, what okay. the fuck is this?
0: It is four minutes long four minutes. of Hogan and Bischoff rambling. Is what I is maintain.
1: The the assertion that I think I started to make the last time we were in WCW, which is, I swear to God, NWO segments are just improv sessions for Hulk Hogan. Yeah, uh, I don't, think,
0: um, I don't I think, I think, I think it's my understanding is that like those initial, that initial promo that we watched, Was like those dudes were just like ramped, like vamping, and then they just cut up the good bits. Yeah, and then they decided, let's just have that be
1: all of our promos,
0: actually. So Hogan is like flexing the mice, the pythons, and Hogan says he feels bad for all the people out here that came to see Hulk Hogan versus Roddy Piper because it's not gonna happen. Half, folks. now eric bischoff is calling out jj Dillon, which we have not talked to her much about him we have not i was I'll very talk confused more about jj dylan when he has a promo later yeah and those jump suits at wcw because that bischoff says it is clear the wcw has not been able to provide a safe working environment for their heavyweight champion uh-huh. hollywood hulk hogan i mean they uh-huh. got guys in the rafters cages are falling down on people
1: yeah i guess they lowered the cage for hogan and piper last week even though the cage match yeah. wasn't la- what why huh
0: just, just okay now the match i guess but anyway I guess bischoff is like i he will he cannot he will not allow hulk hogan to wrestle tonight it you know It's not it wouldn't be safe unless WCW provides them with a legal binding contract that Sting is not allowed in the building. You know, in Bischoff's words, he can't sell popcorn, he can't clean up after the show. No brother. He can't buy cheap seats in the rafters.
1: Oh, no way, dude.
0: And he's like and Hogan Pipes are like, We're the NWO, and we're not taking any guff from the suits and Hogan sure. is like you know it's a win-win situation for us either way because you know either either they'll do their homework <laughs> or or J.J. Dillon is gonna get run out of town by the fans because he couldn't promise the main event
1: oh my god he's like
0: he wants someone around here to put some guts around here and to sign on a dotted line
1: i'm glad you could decipher that because i could not i i it was just word salad to me also i'm pretty sure i hulk hogan early in the promo said something about liking mirrors because they were expensive i don't fucking know It none of this means anything <laughs> it was
0: four minutes of bullshit
1: <laughs> it was four minutes of, of hulk hogan and eric bischoff doing the thing that they love the most getting attention. Uh truly yeah, no, truly Oh
0: no, inspired. David. This paper is- main event may not happen. Oh
1: no, it may not it may not go down whatever you will imagine, we do? Imagine
0: imagine if they committed and it
1: didn't. That happen. would be so fucking funny. They sell terrible. the
0: whole fucking pay-per-view that on this shit. cage match. They set up the cage match. They do. They set up the cage. They do the promo videos, and then they're like, "Oops, not happening, folks!" The
1: riot. The riot that would take place, I would. It would go down in history, and I would love it for the sheer chaos. Yeah. Um. Uh, it, it is time, Austin, for our post-best pay-per-view match ever, cool-down match. Yeah. Um, Steve, uh,
0: Mongo Steve, Steve Mongo McMichael versus Michael's... Deborah's surprise.
1: zebras surprise and Deborah's surprise is
0: Alex Wright. Who? Yeah, I don't. I mean, we haven't really talked about him, but uh, who the fuck? Who was, is this he, guy? He was one of the cruiserweights. He was the TV champion for a bit of here, and his bit is he—you know—he dances like oh, he just wants to dance.
1: Yeah, I get. And he, yeah, and he, he wears, dances and he wears, to, like, Euro Electronica.
0: He's German. That's what's yeah. right. He listens to Ger- Euro Electronica. Me, a, so also, his—he also days? his bulge is way too obvious. That's also. Awesome. Oh, well. uncomfortably obvious bulge in there
1: well Austin, he's european you gotta um (laughs) um so uh this match so does not matter oh
0: my god
1: i commentary just spends the entire time talking about nwo shit and occasionally they remember that like there's a match i mean
0: what is there to talk about okay so like these guys just trade basic chain wrestling with each other yeah. the match never gets out of first gear quite yeah, frankly like, it, it like the it, honestly the opening sequence is like
1: okay if nothing special i didn't write anything down on but yeah I was like, but this then is fine. yeah but yeah then, but like mongo stops the match better. dead mongo stops the match dead like he 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 goes up to the rope like stares off into space points at something alex wright also looks and is like huh and not and they just kind of like shrug and just go back and it was like
0: what what was that what are you okay um no they um i mean i wrote way too many match notes for this really um why (laughs) what match on on instinct i'm just like writing down all the notes um mongo he he hits this big body slam and a hip toss uh this is about the best he moves he ever learns um punches the face you know, uh, Mongo hits a, jer- it's a big suplex move and he hits a tombstone pile driver on Mongo and oh my God, it's Goldberg. Oh God. Yeah,
1: okay, okay. What the fuck was this? Okay. what oh, but you
0: see, Debra's surprise wasn't no. Alex Wright. No, Debra's surprise was Bill Goldberg. No,
1: no, 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 Austin. What the hell was this? Okay, okay. I
0: love So, so, so Mongo please, you guys please. It?
1: mongo mcmichael hits the tombstone on alex who the fuck are you right goes down goes goes for the pit and here's what happened so goldberg has snuck out from the crowd and commentary is like oh oh my goldberg is here goldberg he gets into the ring and he gets into a corner of the ring opposite the corner that alex Wright and mongo mcmichael are in Ma- B- B- Bill Goldberg is fully in Mongo McMichael's peripheral vision, but Mongo McMichael just doesn't see him, and he doesn't go for the pin because over. So so okay. So top right corner is Goldberg. Bottom left corner is 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 Mongo and Alex. Wright. top left corner, Deborah steps up to distract the ref and to distract Mongo. Mongo gets up, turns toward Deborah, and still does not see. Bill Goldberg in the opposite corner. Bill Goldberg's like down low. He's doing sneaky, <laughs> sneaky He rolled a fucking Nat 20 on his stealth check, I guess. Um
0: oh he definitely and... did because continue how this can how this goes <laughs> because... on. I'll interject. So
1: so Deborah is jawjacking at the ref and at Mongo, and Mongo's like, ah, bruh, 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 bruh. Mongo turns around. Goldberg scoops him up, fucking jackhammers him.
0: And the Spear rep- and a jackhammer. I want to emphasize the- here the, the ref doesn't notice this and the ref is a foot away from it. The ref, not only that, not only that, we can see the ref start. Oh my god, I got head. this on the replay. I yes. saw this on the replay. It's the Charles Robinson the ref. Turn, to turn he head. turns his and head I mean, and ignores that Goldberg is there to turn back around.
1: So I guess Goldberg, so all the memes we make about John Cena, you can't see me. <laughs> I guess he inherited, I guess Goldberg must of like given him that power because clearly this man is fucking invisible <laughs> to anyone inside
0: of that ring <laughs> it was the stupidest run-in ever <laughs> That's so um, fucking dumb anyway so good, Goldberg. nobody see this man <laughs> So goldberg spear jackhammer and then goldberg lays alex right on top of mongo the ref finally for, turns around
1: yeah well, one, actually, two, three. Turns around. he's like, oh, I'm allowed to look now. Cool. Yeah. Um, one, two,
0: three. And then Deborah gives Bill Goldberg Mongo Super Bowl ring. And uh, I'm yeah. like, what does it mean?
1: The ultimate respect.
0: And then out and, Al- and then Goldberg <laughs> as Alex Wright is leaving to leave the match. Oh, Goldberg no, just turns no, no, around. No, 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 no. Alex Wright goes for the
1: handshake. Alex Wright tries to go for the handshake. Like, thanks for the help out there, brother. And Goldberg
0: just fucking wrecks him. He sl- and then he throws him back in the ring, spear, jackhammer. And then he's like, he yells the camera. And, to- and they show the running spot again on replay. No. That's how it. I saw that Charles Robinson turned around. Literally. I was like, no, don't show it again. It was so bad. It's going to make it even more obvious. And then Bill's like, he he holds up the Hall of Fame ring. He's like, this is mine. I'm like, no, yeah, it isn't, Bill. No, you, were, no. you did not win they're trying to build this fucking feud because mongo and bill were both in the nfl and mongo won a super bowl and bill was yeah he played for the falcons i think oh
1: shit i also just recently learned that randy savage had like a brief uh, uh um baseball career
0: yeah he played for the reds for a hot second
1: yeah that's insane
0: yeah, okay. Bill Goldberg, uh, he was select he played for the Rams in the nineteen ninety NFL season. Then he went and played in uh the NFL Europe League. Well, it wasn't Euro League yet, it was the World League of American Football, is their minor league. He's jumped there to ninety-two, and then he played for Sacramento in the Canadian Football League in ninety-three, Holy and he God. did and then he played for a couple years in the Falcons for the Falcons from 92 to 94. God uh damn. that is where uh that is a pretty minor NFL career all things considered, but I mean he did play in the league.
1: Sure, that's kind of cool though.
0: Yeah, um, he, played, he played 14 games, had 11 tackles in
1: his career. Uh, you know, good good on you. Good on you, Bill.
0: Yeah, but then and then obviously Mongo McMichael comes from the NFL having won the Super Bowl with the Chicago Bears in the mm-hmm. 80s. So sick as hell. Anyway, uh, um, back at <laughs> yeah, who oh, just don't get it, just don't get it at all.
1: Oh, god, okay, so it is we Randy
0: are and Elizabeth back Randy here, and Elizabeth,
1: Elizabeth, blink twice if you're being held here against your will.
0: Now nah, she's she, evil, now it's cool. She, she, where, where, where. she looks so uncomfortable that, well, that she's smile not, I don't think is... she's good. I don't think she's good at playing evil, but that is what she Well, it's it's not it's not that I like her playing evil. I'm here for
1: Elizabeth being in her villain era. What I'm not here for is how uncomfortable she clearly is pretending to have to be like chill with her dick. Yeah, I mean, kid, I mean ex- they, they,
0: divorced, they divorced like 7 years ago at this point. Yeah. They've been well, divorced maybe the for a long time. enough that
1: they could pretend on TV. Either way, they, Elizabeth, Elizabeth looks like she
0: moved on the luger yet
1: yeah
0: uh yes i actually i want to actually i gotta know hold on is is when did miss elizabeth get together with Luger? this is
1: 99 um no no, 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 no. oh oh, she died in 2003 um uh no oh she's not she got together with luger in 99
0: okay it wasn't until they became an on-screen thing okay great
1: okay um while luger was still with his his wife and he and his wife divorced the same year elizabeth died
0: yikes
1: oh oh, baby i think i've heard that story on a dark side of the ring episode Um, yeah
0: because it it brought it up it was a whole thing of like um anyway she overdosed because she was doing drugs with with luger at the time uh, anyway, so, basically, they have been every, long divorced, is my they point. They've long Randy divorced, and, but they're back Elizabeth. together on
1: screen and they're both evil. Woo.
0: Randy does not care about Hogan's bullshit tonight. He's Randy. like, Whatever, He's you know, whatever. I'm here to
1: make Slim Jim references. Oh,
0: snap into it. Oh, yeah, it's on the back of his jacket, you cheeky prick yeah and so he's just rambling about how he's gonna kick ddp's ass and elizabeth is like no half the
1: time he's like mumbling and i can't understand (laughs) what the fuck he's saying
0: no and elizabeth is like on on his best day ddp isn't close to macho man in the ring and his best idea would be to just leave the building
1: (laughs) hearing hearing miss elizabeth speak in a like non-affected tone and mm-hmm. cadence is so bizarre because i'm so used to miss elizabeth in the wwf she's like oh randy da da da," and here she's like nah fuck fuck la, on his on his best day who the, who the <laughs> fuck is this guy um yeah so i was like okay she's speaking normal that's bizarre it also um, feels
0: weird having mostly only watched like 80s randy and elizabeth at this point it feels weird that he lets her talk i know like, right he- he just let like, you know, eighty in the eighties he always yelled at her for talking and he would always also yell at Sherry for talking yeah, too long. Like he'd cut but, like Randy would forcibly cut off Sherry too. And here he just lets Elizabeth talk.
1: He prompts her to talk. He's like, Elizabeth, yeah. tell me what we think about Diamond Dallas Page here. <laughs>
0: yeah crazy shit
1: <laughs> yeah uh we are in bizarro world everything is off but also Elizabeth in her villain era and i love it um, And
0: then macho he man he says out. as he's leaving like he wants to get out of here so they can go to the casino like oh, he's like well, we gotta get out of here
1: we gotta do the lucky slots elizabeth yeah. oh, yes. and then
0: uh oh. match five which unfortunately only i watched disco fever Disco fever, yeah. Burn baby burn
1: disco inferno.
0: Disco inferno versus
1: Jacqueline. Did he come off come out to legally distinct cover music?
0: No, no, he's got his What Disco Inferno
1: What they they call him Disco Inferno and they don't license Disco Inferno, at least. No, they wrote they they
0: wrote they wrote an original song for him. What? Okay, stupid. Anyway, um, the match sucks. I, yeah, really? I, there's no two ways about it. It is, first of all, a ton of, like, when Disco was talking about, like, I, I'm not allowed to punch or kick her, he was being serious about that. In fact, oh, yeah. it's a huge talking point throughout the match of, like, what can he do <laughs> to Jacqueline? Yeah, He spends, like, a significant part of the match just running away because he doesn't think he ha- he like he has no ideas for actual offense so he just like run plays runaway um he does some like light fucking wrestling holds and moves on her you know like it's it's bad. It's 10 minutes of boring, boring wrestling. I think it might be one of the worst matches we've watched on the podcast. I've had, I've had to watch it. Well, you've podcast. had to watch anyone. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Jacqueline rolls up disco for the win. Whoopity do. Um, like, WWE would Based. be better at this. Like, if we look at matches where, like, Becky Lynch wrestles, or Rhea yeah. Ripley wrestles a dude, Um, they do, or I think Asuka's wrestled men before in WWE too. They do a better job of like they still do the like no strikes allowed because we can't have any men striking a woman. However, they do a better job of not calling out how he can't do anything, and yeah. they just make it more focused on like actual wrestling moves.
1: Yeah, and which is they don't draw and they don't the draw attention. To
0: yeah, they don't draw attention to the no strikes allowed. <laughs>
1: That, let's let's just tell the audience in advance how fucking lame this match is gonna be because of because we're hamstrung by the you know dipshit like sensitivities this okay.
0: Is, no, this was the whole thing was dumb and it was for Stupid. no point. Um next match that only I watched, last one for that, is Hannig yeah. versus uh Ric Flair for the US title. Um this I, insane. I actually was disappointed. Really? Um, it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, I think. Like, oh, no. it wasn't terrible. But, you know, it, it in some ways didn't always feel like like a blood feud brawl that I think they wanted it to be. be. Interesting. I don't know. Um, also, the finish was fucking dumb. Um, oh, no. The finish was Ric Flair has Kurt Hennig in the Tree of Woe again. Okay. And then Ric Flair takes the U.S. title belt and like wraps it around hennig's neck and then he like stomps at hennig and the idea is he's stomping the belt into hennig whatever that means exactly <laughs> and then the ref calls for the dq on it and then rick flair punches the ref in the face
1: beautiful oh that's, so that's in
0: what feels awesome. like a sign of things to come the first nwo match ends in a dq win for the nwo um Uh,
1: flair is
0: like beats the shit keeps beating the shit out of kurt hennig um the referees pull off flair and conan and vincent come to collect hennig and the announcers are all like no let him keep let him cook stop (laughs) don't hold him back
1: No, let him, kill him. Kill this man. Murder, death.
0: So, like, the match was not as good as I'd hoped. I've seen better from Hennigan Flair before. Um, And, yeah, it ends in a dumb DQ.
1: Outstanding. That's that's great. Uh, Okay, well, sign of things to come. Unfortunate, but, you know, whatever. Um, uh, So, we cut to Randy Savage with the internet uh, commentary team. Um, he wants everybody in the internet world to know that he's the best wrestler in supposedly the non-internet world. He's rambling. He's rambling, and they just cut away from him.
0: Mid- no, they do. Yeah, the only thing is even remotely interesting he's, is they're like they ask about the women getting involved, referring to Elizabeth, oh, God. And Elizabeth and Kimberly, who is DDP's wife. And Macho's like, well, if anyone's getting involved, they're you know they're getting over-involved. You know what I'm saying here.
1: Don't yeah worry. and then they cut away from it oh, I, you know that's that's a better answer than what I was anticipating I thought R- Savage was gonna be like horny about it but uh no that was nah, he's
0: just like no, no stay no, the fuck out no, of my match
1: this is my this is the macho man's match I'm gonna snap right into it no. um yeah no um, this is man's work and that he had to return oh god <laughs> um this is man's work oh Jesus
0: go Christmas movie but we're two months away from that
1: yeah fucking fuck. Yeah, and we, we need to get a redub dub of that with Randy Savage as Donner. Um, so, um... Uh, Don't
0: think that I wouldn't be willing to do that live read of that on air. <laughs> we get the script. We, we recast script. We
1: recast Rudolph with wrestlers.
0: Yeah, and hmm. we read the script on air. That's our Christmas episode. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, we'll come back to that idea. Yeah. Um, so, um uh jj Dillon is back from being attacked by hogan
0: who right so jj Dillon, he's probably most famous for being the original manager of the horsemen actually oh Um, but he's been a guy he's been an on-screen character for, for the wcw for a long time and currently he is like the commissioner he's essentially the representative of like the suits at wcw and warner and he is constantly beefing with Eric Bischoff, who is otherwise in charge of the show and is, of course, the leader of the the person in charge of the NWO. Yeah. And the NWO, he's also a feckless loser who routinely does not do shit to That's stop the NWO through bureaucracy, through his bureaucratic means. I feel
1: like there's commentary there that they're not smart enough to actually strike at.
0: You're right. Oh, um, but basically, basically Bischoff you know he's back that's why roddy has been in charge is he got attacked by the NWO and put out of commission but he is back and he's interviewing him about Bischoff and Hogan's demands for the JJ is like it's been a tough year. we've all we've watched Bischoff and Hogan bully people for a year but I'm back because I have a job to do. And uh, J.J. alleges correctly that Bischoff is just trying to get Hogan out of this match. Correct. And in doing so, he's sticking it to our viewers, and that's not going to fly.
1: Absolutely.
0: And he's like, Hogan and Piper will happen as advertised. And then uh, Bischoff, Bischoff
1: comes in. Bischoff comes in. He does the like tap you on the wrong shoulder gag. Wow. He's Why? Such a lay epic prankster. The yeah. MPO are so <laughs> now, Who the
0: hell do you think you are? You got no stroke. He yeah, got the stroke. It's just
1: you know, no stroke, which I why why Which why I, I keep imagining that me this poor man having a stroke stop it uh um, like
0: no yes he does have the stroke he is yeah the commissioner of wcw
1: yeah what the fuck are you talking about um
0: oh so, as bischoff is ranting about how jj has no authority here <laughs> JJ, he just dramatically pulls the contract out of his jacket Um,
1: yeah and he's like actually uh, I do he
0: basically tells him to go to hell
1: it's (laughs) even as he puts it it's even duly notarized
0: yeah i assume the contract says your demands are in fact not happening (laughs) uh
1: yeah i guess even a broken feckless bureaucracy is right twice a day Um, yeah so jj says
0: the difference between them is when i say i'll do something i'm a man of my word word. and if you see sting tonight it'll be in your nightmares and that's your problem
1: And he just fucking walks off which actually actually, great lie that was unironically a great line um Also, commentary adds the detail of, uh, the, I guess the penalty if Sting does show up and they break this contract is that the NWO gets Nitro. What what does that mean? That's what
0: Bischoff was fighting. What does that mean, though? Is, I don't, I I assume for a night, they'll just be in control of Nitro. Oh, for a single night. Uh, But
1: what does it mean to be in control of Nitro? Like, Eric Bischoff is part of the company and part of the like higher ups so yeah he is
0: in the weird weird hierarchy of wcw eric bischoff is a person of authority seemingly of equal authority to dylan and piper so what does it mean (laughs) It's a good question. We're not getting an answer to that anyway. Nope. So, Larry here. Woo! Yeah, Scott Hall versus Lex Luger time. Larry his own entrance and then walk, it to I got in my head yesterday. Dean Thank you. Oh, life. Yeah, it's
1: so annoying. Um that that was a theme song genetically engineered to be annoying as shit um there's a sign in the crowd that says uh that it's like a dual sign one side this is says your brain it's, and it's yeah w- yeah, yeah
0: this, this is, is your brain on
1: drugs in oh that was great also yeah. i know why is there a tombstone on the like entrance ramp that just says wash
0: um i don't i think you missed something there because they, they put puns on those so okay. you might've just missed the full joke of what's on that tomb. I just saw the word wash
1: in big letters and nothing else. So I was very confused. Um,
0: it might've been it, like washed up or washed out or something. like I don't that. know. It, well, uh, it
1: looked like it was just centered and it just said, well, I don't fucking know. Uh, and then Holy crackling pyro Batman Luger is here. Uh, Holland, Holland six have made their entrance. Luger makes his entrance. um, uh, they the 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 combatants get in the ring. Six is chilling on the outside. Uh, yeah, this is Zabisco- one,
0: this is one of Six's last oh. appearances in WCW before oh, he goes really? back to WWE as x ah, so. As x
1: Oh shit! Right. Um, Zabisco tells. Scott Hall to lose the toothpick, which goes exactly how you think.
0: Oh, I do want to say, though, is that uh, when Lex Luger comes out, this is the first time I noticed this, is that they had a little witch graphic that goes across the screen. I the also, I think they out. forgot
1: to do it. Either that or the stage was too fucking dark for it to show.
0: Might have um, been that as well. Uh, but then, yeah, Larry tells Hall to lose the toothpick. Hall tosses the toothpick in Larry's into Larry's series. eye. Um, I'm just going to up front say this match was fine. It was um, fine. i think i think i think a big problem of the match is that the story isn't between the two wrestlers it's between scott and larry so like the wrestling is kind of eh because of it because it's like who cares
1: yeah um we we hear some kid like as the match starts up we hear some kid like uh you know in the crowd jaw jacking at like the people in the ring i choose to believe that was six um Mm -hmm. we just hear hey And I, I, that, sure, that's, it,
0: could, it could be six. That's just
1: Scott Hall's son, six. I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they do it's, a lot of take your kid to work day. You know. Yeah, that's
0: um, why six is here. That's why six. Uh, and then Luger and Hall do a lot of like tie up Hold. Spotty. They it's hold. Well, it's because they're trying to establish how fair and balanced Terry disco is. TMR, is yeah. because they're like. And then they get Scott Hall has has Lex Luger poked up in the corner, and Larry's got to be like, hey, hey, let him hey, off, hey, let him hey, on. Hey. He pulls him off. And then Luger does it to Scott Hall, and he's like, hey hey hey, 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 get off of him. Like, they're trying to establish that Larry Zabisco, despite the fact he has an open bias against the NWO, is yeah. going a- attempting to call this fairly.
1: And he keeps like physically pulling them apart too, which is like insane.
0: That's uh, not uncommon. It's less common. But it's very now. forceful. It, <laughs> like it def- they definitely were like, This is a wrestler being a com a man being a referee, so he's gonna get all up in their face. Yeah.
1: This is, as I put it, this is a match of tableaus just because there are so many holds like we we get like into a position and they hold it of like one person trying to do a a hold on the other. And we hold it and it creates some kind of like cool statuesque shapes. But like there's not much to it. Hey,
0: in the words of your co-star, they really are just sitting there. (laughs) <laughs>
1: true um, um
0: uh, i will uh i did make a, this is my earlier first commentary notes is that dusty Rhodes calls this a slow start <laughs> first of all and tony shivani is like well you know it's not a slow start i mean just just because of all the excitement we've had earlier in the show and then Dusty does like don't contradict me and then tony <laughs> and then tony is like well okay then i won't contradict you <laughs> Oh my god and and
1: and then Tony Schiavone was killed and never heard from again. Um yes. don't, don't you dare contradict the dream daddy or I'll make it your yeah. nightmare. Yeah. Um, I love I love Dusty. Um so uh the, there was a great little moment amongst the holds where like Luger's got Hall's arms like wrenched back and they're both standing up and Scott Hall just starts like prancing around the ring in this position
0: he's like prancing like
1: it's like i don't know it's like it's like fucking luger's driving a horse-drawn carriage except the horse is scott hall correct (laughs) um uh luger strikes at hall in the corner um back uh back to the mat uh um hall knocks luger down with a lariat um Scott Hall's son, six, tries and fails to interfere while Luger's kind of like hanging over the. Uh, yeah, Larry the rope.
0: Larry's like, hey, hey, I'll throw you out.
1: Yeah, uh, Zabisco has taken his, like, actually able to notice things as a ref pills today. Congratulations.
0: Um, we do you get kind of cool a cool moment. What was that? He's not trying hard enough to be a real ref. He's no. Yeah, I know. Him. He's
1: actually like enforcing shit. What the hell?
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Scott Hall. Uh, oh, oh no! Great little moment where um Scott Hall Irish whips Luger. Luger runs the ropes and Scott Hall like dodges it and catches him into a sleeper. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, um, and then Luger eventually breaks that into a belly to back suplex. So that that was kind of a neat little like yep. uh, sequence. I
0: think it's before the moment that you just said, but it's funny okay. is Scott Hall does his like fall away slam and he gets a two count and on the outside. You can hear six. You're like three, 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 three.
1: I did, I did. I did catch that. He was not happy with that. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Hall not, is able to get Luger knocked down again and Hall like has the most lethargic cover I have ever seen. Like, I swear to god, this man like fucking like on his belly, like slug crawled over to Luger and plopped himself on top.
0: Oh yeah, when they're both when they both got knocked down for the double count and he like just like lays it on. Yeah.
1: Um uh uh, Hall kind of beats up on Luger, throws him to the outside, keeps him there. Some motherfucker behind the barricade screams at Luger, who dyed your hair? which is great
0: yeah so scott is like he throws luger into the ring post from the inside the ring and he starts trying to and he beats luger in the ropes and larry zabisco pulls scott off of lex and then they put this like mostly in the background because camera angles what are those um scott hall starts shoving at larry zabisco and they just barely cut in time to get a good view of this but Larry Zabisco just back body drops Scott Hall over the rope. Over ropes.
1: the top rope. Um, so this match has gone kaput. We get a running. And from then here Bischoff. comes Eric um,
0: Bischoff. But- and Larry, Larry Zabisco just kicks his ass too. Yeah, Larry, Eric Bischoff, like Larry Zabisco just walks over, and kicks Eric Bischoff in the gut, and then goes back to doing his job. Um, they're uh, crazy punches. Luger with the big clothesline. L- I just had a, I had in my notes, I don't
1: even know what the fuck this fully means. I just have it in my notes Luger is Lugering it up.
0: Yeah, Luger putting <laughs> all his moves. Yeah, then, boom, and he's setting up for the rack. Uh, but then Larry gets distracted by Bischoff. Six runs in and just kicks Luger in the back of the head. And uh, then Scott-
1: yeah, well, well that, that's the thing. Uh, I was like, I was like, Larry Zabisco is committing even greater heresy because he's managing to keep an eye on both Bischoff and Six on the outside and the in ring action. There it is. He's too powerful. Uh, yeah, and then never mind. Six sneaks so, in to stomp on Luger's head. Scott uh, Hall oops, hits the, the razor's edge. Flat,
0: Larry Zabisco very reluctantly counts the three counts. Yeah,
1: he, 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 in his, mo- in his moment of not fully calling it down the middle, he slow counts the fuck out of it. He goes one, two, and he like very visibly hesitates and he goes, God damn it, three. Like, um, yeah. And, and then, and fucking, like Larry
0: raises his Scott Hall's hand barely, and then just throws it away. Yeah. Uh, but then, as they're leaving, I don't know who told Larry, but Larry is the Bisco gets a mic. Larry, he's like, "I want to see the replay." Larry,
1: yeah, Larry invokes some like arcane referee witchcraft called a a replay. Re, is, 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 is that correct?
0: Replay? Like, re,
1: replay? What? What? That I've never heard. Sounds legal. A yeah, that's um, that sounds. Uh, Burn him at the stake.
0: So they show the replay of six kicking Larry, kicking, uh, kicking Luger in the head, and Larry gets on the mic and he says, "This match is not over, and it will end, and he will, it will count out Scott Hall if he doesn't get back in here." And Scott Uh, Hall's
1: like, "Oh God damn it, fine."
0: Scott Hall gets in Larry's face. Larry pushes him into Lex, and Lex gets in the torture rack, and then Six runs in. Pushes down Larry Zabisco. The whole match is thrown out for a DQ. Yeah. Uh, no contest. Larry, Larry and
1: Larry was about to call the tap-out victory. for Probably. For,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. And then Larry gets in like a triangle choke on six. Everyone's going nuts. And then Waka Wah. Bischoff and Scott Hall beat down Larry Zabisco. Dude, Bischoff, like, he... He does kind of a super he does kick. His, he, does his, he does his mall karate kick. B- Bischoff can get his
1: legs surprisingly high, and you know, but yeah, like like I just respect. said, he did,
0: he did he did do like mall karate. So he, well, does, he does he knows a kick or two. Either way, uh,
1: that doesn't mean you're a flexible motherfucker. So you know, then, props and to then you.
0: Bischoff pins Larry to yeah. Bischoff and Scott Hall counts the pins. Ah, just like
1: Bash at the Beach. Da, 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 da. Um, so, also, I swear to God, the NWO theme gets new sound effects every single time I hear.
0: I it I think they do do new sound, different sound effects for each person. Like uh, they, I know, they, they I know, do, Randy I know
1: does. Savage makes his entrance. Uh, there's the oh yeah, mixed into it. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: if you're an important person, you get your own sound effects.
1: Yeah, true. Um, uh, so we, we, get a,
0: we yeah, I didn't tell David to watch this one, but we do get a promo for the next month's pay-per-view world war three. Ah, they do like bomb shelter apocalypse imagery. That's that's, like, that sounds like a lot. Um, the big gimmick match of the pay-per-view is if they do a three ring 60 man, yeah. a, uh, battle Royal. That's that is kind
1: of sick though. I will, I will say mm-hmm. that um there's a based uh real men wear skirts uh shirt in support of piper i was down for that somebody had that nice. in the crowd um uh yeah randy savage comes out to his own remixed version of the nwo theme that has his oh yes in there um ddp comes out in his serious <laughs> business strip um and man he goes right the fuck to work in this match uh dream DDP, dream
0: he on... also does have his permanently taped ribs keep that in mind
1: oh yeah he's uh he's a hurting boy uh dream on commentary says he tried to stomp a mud hole right into him i did not think the dream said mud hole at first um he tried to stomp a butthole right into him daddy uh, this is not
0: butts are for later but yeah
1: true um man i i I will say like off the bat one of the first thoughts i had going to this match is i can only imagine what the hell Mm. macho's like mo of meticulous match choreo looked like for like an anything goes match like this like that must have been insane to like plan with him Mm -hmm. um but ddp just starts off this match fucking murdering this
0: guy oh yeah they go Uh, hard well and it's it's ddp
1: is is in control for a lot of the beginning of it he's kind of kicking savage's ass uh like
0: one cool one cool thing he does is ddp like rips off macho man's shirt and then chokes him with it into a snapmare takedown
1: that was really cool um we do get like three minutes into the match dream on commentary because like they go to the outside kind of early on and then they like kind of go back into the ring They get back in
0: the ring for a bit
1: but but like this is like three minutes in dream on commentary is like you know what i'm surprised about guys this thing has went back into the ring more than I thought it would. Like d- no, d- d- that,
0: that, he says, he says that later. He says that later. No, later. it's
1: like I swear to God, it's like now. Granted, I started watching this match last night, and I, like, super late, and I was, like, falling the fuck asleep, so maybe my time got dilated a little bit, but I swear to God, it was not that far into the match that Dusty was like, yeah, they, they've been spending too much time in the ring, like, it's it's only a few minutes, Dusty, let them cook! I um, did no-
0: I did notice that Tony Schiavone tries to claim that, like, man, after three minutes, they look they look like they've been wrestling for 15 to 20 minutes, I'm like, yeah. no, no they hey. don't. Um, I mean, you
1: know, it was brutal. It got brutal quickly. DDP but, uh, with these
0: big, like, big hits in the corner. There, he does yeah. a swinging neck breaker to Randy Savage, and he's oh setting God. up for the diamond cutter. Yeah, uh, like baby. Savage dodges, ducks out to the ringside and then DDP just dives at him over the top rope.
1: Hell yeah! We're we're bringing back some of that lucha shit,
0: baby. Yeah, DDP's on the outside. Randy Savage goes up to the top, to the top, to do an axe handle. To the outside, not the craziest axe handle he'll do tonight. No, it um, is not. And then, so DDP's leaning on the guardrail. Randy Savage clotheslines him into the crowd, and now they're brawling in the crowd. There's no modern security on this. Oh my like, god, they are oh, they're,
1: they're so close so
0: to actual people. And like, there are security dudes in the crowd that are just like, "Get out of the way, get out of the way." But it's not like it is now. You know, they no, it's not. The everyone in the, like everyone within there's like. A dozen it there's like 20 people in a 10 in a, a five foot radius these guys oh Can yeah the, absolutely the, the, do the, something the, about the, it the,
1: the unchecked fan to security ratio is so the fuck off it's insane so
0: i didn't know though that some dude like while like randy savage is just, like punching ddp on the ground some yeah. dude is just like whoa and he takes his shirt off <laughs> the, <laughs> he, the only guy who
1: i saw like get shirtless during this match too is uh yeah. really dudes are getting fired up man you know yeah um
0: so Macho Man throws DDP up through the back guard rail to get them get get them into like the entrance ramp area.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they start throwing around in the entrance ramp area. Yeah, DDP
0: Crash. Irish whips Macho Man into a tombstone on the set. Crashing right. through these
1: Oh, please, 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 this was good.
0: Brain goes in and is like, rest in peace. Oh, and then Dream follows up with,
1: "That's a real tombstone pile driver right there." Uh, oh, thank, thank
0: now oh okay. This is and nuts. They, yeah, they're okay. crashing
1: into these clearly styrofoam graves. Right. Oh, the devastation. But then the DDP horror.
0: body slams him on the coffin on the stage, and then DDP hits him with something. I couldn't tell, but Dusty Rhodes on commentary is like, "He wobble legged him. He wobble legged him." <laughs> Hit him with that waitress's pan <laughs> Dude Dusty's Dusty's fucking
1: the Southern is emerging from him he's filled with the spirit right now yeah. Um and it only get crazier as the night Dusty goes on Dusty is
0: out for fucking blood as he's as like they cuz they brawl them like the le- the the left hand side of the stage yeah and they're like moving back towards the ring at this point and Dusty's like, like they got a whole other side of gray stones over there to work with
1: oh my god yeah D- again dusty really he's really getting off on them crashing through all this styrofoam uh, well, we had
0: him- I-, I just loved he wobble legged him he they wobble-egged,
1: wobble-egged him legged that's that's a, that's a new one that, again jr in 2023 that's the equivalent of like fucking slobber knocker man i swear to god um uh but yeah so um they they go back down the ramp uh i think savage like throws ddp into the ring and then he he beats up an old man and steals a tv camera yeah um, i
0: do want to point use this time to point out is this is death match is the las vegas death match and uh, yes. so such they use death match rules to tex- well texas death match rules technically where you yeah. win by knocking him down for 10. Yep. and as much as i always bitch and moan about last man standing matches who have which has the same rule set is mm. how that has how like tradi- like a lot of last man standing matches get ground to a halt f- because of this they actually did a really good job in this match keeping the pace up even though there are obviously going to be moments where they're like we're just standing and waiting yeah <laughs> for a I would, guy I would up on the move i would
1: I, I would i would agree with that uh for the most part yeah mm-hmm. um uh, but, but yeah, yeah Macho
0: beats up a camera guy and steals the camera and he tries but, to like like slam it down on DDP on the ground, but then DDP kicks his leg up and the camera explodes. And like it chases
1: back up in Savage's face.
0: Yeah, which is insane. And then this amazing. is amazing. Oh my god. Elizabeth. Elizabeth has got like a pane of glass. I don't I couldn't quite tell where it was she got the last platter. Yeah so she like sneaks around and then she turns she's like he gets behind the ref in the ring she gets on the apron and whack she just breaks the glass of the ref's head
1: And it was great too, because you mentioned Dusty saying something about a waitress platter earlier. And when he said that, everyone on commentary kind of weird champed him. They were like, Dusty, what the hell are you saying? He's like, I, yeah. And they're like, do you have experience with that? He's like, oh, yeah, plenty of waitress platters. And they're like, Dusty, what the hell? But Dusty's like, see,
0: see, I told you, the waitress platter. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then Elizabeth grabs an extension cord and then starts choking DDP with the cord. Holy you you want this is what you wanted you wanted this with <laughs> this miss elizabeth. is everything i wanted this is uh, no unironically this
1: makes me so happy this is what i wanted for miss elizabeth for her entire career she is in her villain era and we stand
0: yeah um, I, I do agree and then in runs kimberly and it's twice, cat yes. fight cat fight <laughs> cat
1: fight <laughs> cat fight, Can't. Can't fight. Can't. And, and and Brain's like, only here at WCW, which X. No, um, you
0: haven't watched enough Raw, if you believe that. Yeah.
1: Uh, um, so Kimberly drags and,
0: Elizabeth by the hair all the way back to the locker room.
1: All the way back to the locker rooms. The trainers have run into the ring, and they grab the downed rest lifeless body and just drag it out of the ring. Elizabeth has
0: committed a murder. <laughs> like this man is fully limp and they're just like eh, come on <laughs> <laughs> incredible. Anyway, both men are getting up. They're hitting their big moves. Uh DDP goes for the diamond cutter but Savage is holding on to the rope so mm-hmm. he blocks it. That was I thought that was a really cool. Campaign. That was
1: that was really cool. Yeah. And then um
0: Savage he goes up to the top rope. He kind of barely his way up hits yeah. to an elbow drop. Uh DDP gets up. Savage with a body slam. And he goes for another elbow drop. Right on the ribs.
1: Oh yeah. DDP the, those, gets those up
0: at nine. Up at nine point nine nine. DDP yeah, there's a second referee
1: up. here, and he gets knocked the fuck down too. Yeah, but um, the prize
0: like, but Randy Savage goes for another body slam. He swings DDP's body into the ref to knock him down. Boom! Ran- but DDP counters with a diamond cutter. Yeah. But the ref takes too long to get up, uh, to to get up and start counting. So everybody gets up deep. He goes for another diamond cutter. Randy Savage kicks him in the balls, <laughs> and then. DDP's on the outside, and it's Sting! It okay, so this Sting, just casually, the most casual thing ever. He just walks down to the ramp, takes the baseball bat, and it hits DDP in the ribs. <laughs> And then, there was a
1: commentary like that's I don't think that's I
0: don't sting, think guys. I don't, you know what, guys, I don't think that's sting.
1: I, I have a sneaking suspicion that Sting, who's pal, who's very good pals with DDP is not actually the one committing that. So um, then,
0: uh, Savage wins from this, Savage eventually, yeah, back up, but DDP does not.
1: Uh, so and then Savage, like, so, so DDP needs urgent medical attention. Um, Savage goes outside, and the ref's trying to stop him from getting close to DDP. Uh, and Savage just knocks down the ref again to beat up on DDP a little more. Um, DDP eventually is able to get loaded on the stretcher. Savage leaves, and him then Randy up.
0: Savage comes and then back. he comes back him on the stretcher again.
1: Oh my god! So yeah, so that was insane. I, I did feel like uh, again the thing you talk about in the last man standing matches. I feel like the end ground to a little bit of a halt like yeah
0: because that's the problem is because like it's such this big moment of oh shit this fake sting just attacks ddp but then we have yeah. to sit there for 10 seconds so yeah. not get up? so
1: that so that kind of also like i was very surprised at how not bloody this match was um
0: yeah i i think that's a like I for think a death a,
1: match there were no real weapons outside i think that's of things, i think that's yeah.
0: a i think that's a you know wcw thing like they always were as much as they wanted to be cool and hip like, they still, like, stayed closer to TVPG. I think they officially never left TVPG. Oh, shit. As opposed to, you know, w- WWE was all in on, like, yeah, Attitude Era, let's go. Fuck. And, like, that, was, that was a thing that, like, Bischoff both was upset about because, obviously, because he's being, like, he the reason they're TVPG is because of Turner. Like Turner, Turner's yeah. not going to let him go farther so he's like god right. damn it like well i can't well like i'm getting hamstrung here yeah uh, by this but also ob- publicly of course bischoff would say things to the effect of like look at all these sponsors that wwe is driving away with this kind of vulgar shit wwe would in fact reuse these arguments when aew created blood hey. and would have four yeah, I- matches with women <laughs>
1: And it was their turn to start hand wringing about it. Great, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, stupid. But, but uh,
0: sincerely, Bischoff was frustrated by this fact that, like, yeah. there's only so much that he can do
1: and a team player about it
0: yeah. right but yeah so i assume that like the reason it's a pretty bloodless match and the only like weapons are kind of cartoony uh is because of uh wcw having to be pg and kind of having to be a a, pro, a a family appropriate for the most part product for that's you know fair. turner
1: that's fair um but so so but the mat, it was it was a pretty fucking good match overall i would, I would It say. was it was um, I,
0: it was a really i really had a lot of fun with it uh-huh. Yeah, I did too, and
1: and it was cool to see Savage in a match like this. I've mm. otherwise never really seen him like in a match of this caliber.
0: No, uh, I mean he doesn't usually. He he doesn't have a lot of like hardcore e matches. Yeah, which is wild career. for
1: a dude that presents as fucking unhinged as he does. Um,
0: you know, I think it was just a matter of like a big part of his heyday was in. You know, WWE, where they weren't doing matches like that, except for, like, cage matches. Uh, And also,
1: Randy Savage is a paranoid-ass motherfucker, and and, uh, I feel like... If you catch him in the wrong moon, you're like, "Hey, we're gonna get some weapons before you'll Who are you trying to assassinate, the macho man? You trying to hurt
0: the macho man, or you?
1: Yeah, again, his whole freak out over fucking Jake the Snake Roberts having his snake with Damien on him. Fantastic
0: uh, story, but yes,
1: great story, but like deeply insane. Um, so it was cool to see a match that was kind of meant to go a little more hardcore. Again, it didn't reach like the heights of like you know of total bloodbath, but for what it was, like, unusual for Savage, and it was cool to see. Um, and- <laughs> they, so they, do
0: have an annou- they do an announcer wrap-up, like, before we get to the main. Yeah. Uh, the only note I have here is, for some reason, Bobby Heen is like, WCW has them all the momentum right now. What?
1: <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> that is
0: a lie. <laughs> <Patently> <laughs> they,
1: not true. They have,
0: like, taken the L three matches in a row.
1: They- they uh, – look, it's been a bit of a cool down. I mean, this last one was pretty all right, so, you know. Um, but other than that, like, who, baby. Um, this match
0: also had the – like, this is – like, for all I hyped up, how, like, the build-up, the build to this pay-per-view was a lot of, like, WCW making the comeback on the NWO after all these months. Yeah. And then this pay-per-view, every single NWO match has oh, NWO taking the dub. Oh shit!
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, in that in that sense, I thought you were yeah. talking about like company. No, okay. sorry,
0: I meant WCW NWO versus NWO. Oh,
1: fuck! Yeah, no uh, brain. What the hell? No, no
0: NWO were so winners on this pay per view.
1: Yeah, it, it was. It's so wild too because what with the 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 JJ. What's his nuts? Uh, uh JJ Dillon promo earlier. He spoke with such finality about the mm-hmm. NWO of like as if they were mounting to their final triumph and then it's just NWO dub end NWO dub NWO dub like oh fuck
0: that just that's like it's like honestly it's just like a microcosm of the whole fucking problem with this storyline is yeah. that the w, WCW like rarely successfully fought back from the NWO yeah and like, again like if you're building
1: like, to the the final triumph like now's the time to do it but
0: now's the time for them to get some smaller wins so that in two months at Starcade, Arcade. it feels like a real final battle situation.
1: Yeah, because it's definitely going to be the final battle, right? Uh, uh. Uh. Anyway, all right, Michael Buffer is here because um, it's it's time it's time for the main event. Um, Let's get
0: ready to rumble! I have now to say, owe, he did a. Now we I owe say, money to Michael Buffer.
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously, we got to pay our buffer bucks, you know, uh, I will say he did have a pretty fucking metal line of he's talking about the cage match. And he goes, the survivor, if there is a survivor, um, uh, and I was like, all right having buffer here for these main events on pay-per-view is so cheesy, but man, he really does add something to the proceedings. I have to say, mm-hmm. um, I he, he's liked, good I his job. When
0: he's when he, when he Hogan's this. he says the, in the new world order an organization obsessed with total control of all of wrestling.
1: Yeah, like he 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 really adds some fucking extra flair to you know he adds some zhuzh. Um, back
0: to or, or okay. maybe this was voodoo dialed dubbed over. I don't know.
1: It, it's probably voodoo dubbed over. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I, I
0: noted that Hollywood Hogan is air guitaring, but without his belt. <laughs> <laughs> like he still kind of does like a little yeah, bit of air for guitar. For some some like, oh, Robbie has his belt. his belt?
1: I don't. Know. Yeah, because he stole um, it, and that's okay. it okay cool um i okay maybe i said this last time we were in wcw if i did i want to reiterate it um and if i didn't well here it is i hate i hate to admit this i really like hulk hogan's heel persona like absent absent all the politicking bullshit and what a you know what an egomaniac piece of shit terry belaya is behind the scenes like it's so refreshing first of all to not see him pretend like he's some angelic boy scout of a person uh and like lean into that like ego maniac I mean, yeah, if you
0: hate like, hulk hogan hollywood hulk hogan is great because yeah. it is everything you've ever hated about hulk hogan and they tell you he's a bad person for it yeah and and like and
1: again like the, the, it's it's it feels shitty because like he's he behind the scenes continues to be enabled for everything that he's supposedly a bad person for so like that kind of mud- muddies it but yeah if you if you ignore kind of that shitty angle of it like a it's refreshing uh, and b like he really does play it really well um, I I hate I hate giving him flowers but oh my god the natural, like cocky charisma is so like perfect. Um, I, ah, fuck you, Terry. Um, so, but yeah, he's, he's playing up the heel shit and I'm kind of here for it. Um,
0: he he rattles the cage, you know, check the stability and all uh, that. Everyone does that. Everyone does that.
1: yeah i know it's with hey man they 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 know osha's not checking this shout out so they gotta they gotta be a little bit careful
0: so Um, when roddy's coming out i make a note it's hilarious that roddy piper's gimmick right now is that he's the icon of wrestling when he is beefing with hulk hogan yeah the most iconic person in all of wrestling
1: cope yeah um yeah, and I guess Piper's and P- Piper has stolen Hogan's belt, and he's just bringing it to the ring as sort of a na 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 na, come and get it, as if Hogan couldn't snatch from him, or as if yeah, why does he? Why did he
0: not go. leave the belt with Sting? whole the, the story is that he left the belt with sting for, for protection it's so
1: confusing i don't care um
0: i feel like this match for as much as it's not as bad as i think i was told it was going to be yeah. there's a lot of logic holes in this thing there's a
1: lot of logical holes in this uh, this this stinker um yeah so um uh so they are here they get in they get into the cage and Hogan is immediately on some heel coward. Shit.
0: I'm just going to leave. Hogan's like I will yeah. just leave.
1: He so does not want to be here. Um he he's trying to avoid Roddy. He goes to climb the cage. Piper goes up after him and yeah. Yeah. Uh he uh, he Piper eats Hogan's whole ass. <laughs> he he eats climbs his... up the ring yeah. underneath underneath Hogan ah, and sticks ah, his ah. mouth into Hogan's ass. to 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 paraphrase the great dusty roads he bit a whole he bit a whole asshole right into him daddy uh
0: yeah i i was just like what the fuck am i looking at what is that
1: yeah and then and then hogan gets down off the cage piper runs after him and then like nibbles on his back
0: Actual cannibal, Roddy actual Piper.
1: cannibal Roddy Piper. Um, or they or they, they just get really kinky in the bedroom afterward. You know who's to mm-hmm. say? Um, Piper
0: is just beating down on Hogan. He's like, "Fight me, you son of a bitch!"
1: Yeah, fight me. And Hogan's like, "Yeah, yeah," and like, and Hogan's just kind on. of taking it.
0: Yeah, Hogan just wants to leave. Yeah, he's <laughs> so done. Hogan with tries that. to leave the cage again, and Piper bag tags him. Because, you know, in in the words of Dusty Rhodes, low blow is illegal in this match.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're they're emphasizing everything is legal and then get very happy when someone gets hit in the crotch.
0: Yeah, Hogan Hogan throws Piper into the cage wall. And then Piper, he's got Piper down. And so Hogan just decides he is going to walk out the door. Which is apparently unlocked. It's unlocked. And then Roddy Piper comes up. And, and tackles Hulk him Hogan. out. He tackles him out of the cage. So, this cage match is now it's, happening in the outside of the cage. Wouldn't that make Hulk Hogan win? Except that's not the rules. The rules of the match aren't that you can the win if you leave.
1: Oh, okay. I thought since That's it was a- an open top and then and, and they no. were opening the cage for him, it was that was a possibility.
0: No, the now the only rule is that you pin and submit. So why did they let him out? I don't know. I don't why was know. the cage door not locked? I he don't know.
1: Paid stooge, paid stooge on the ref team, Gaga. Um so uh, but yeah.
0: Logan, like slams the cage door into Piper's face a few times and Hogan's like well I think we're done here time for me to leave and then it's sting it's sting he sees he literally Hogan literally says to the camera
1: I don't need this I'm out of here
0: I don't know. Um, I'm out of here. But before we see Sting, we have the shot is on Hogan, so we don't see Sting, and yeah. then he like is going up the ramp and then he's like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, "Oh, And then we point to the camera and see that it's Sting it's with a bat. Sting. Maybe. And, and- it's sting maybe it's sting
1: maybe because then not too long after it's also sting. okay i got a
0: joke hold on let me me get to the joke on this so hogan is like oh god no and he backs up and piper and gets hogan back in the cage piper is you know they're fighting back and forth hogan does try to climb out again and roddy chases after him and then my next note, sir, a second sting has hit the Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood main event. Too
1: many stings, too many stings. Yeah,
0: another sting. Come down the ramp. Yeah, and and, and and
1: it looks like the sting from earlier, but the two stings are just vibing together. Um,
0: I don't think so, it's the same sting from earlier. I, I got to tell you this if you're going to do a whole main event angle about fake stings showing up, maybe don't have the NWO have the fake sting run in earlier.
1: Beforehand. I mean, like, it does add to the confusion, but also help. I'm so confused. Uh, yeah. Um,
0: sorry um, help?
1: Yeah. Help.
0: <laughs> so it, Hogan, yeah. Hogan and Piper get down. They get fight. They're still fighting back in the ring. Hogan pulls his weight belt off like Cody Rhodes one day will and starts whipping Piper whipping. with the belt.
1: Yeah. Um Hogan, Hogan, like, starts to climb the cage again after beating up on paper. And this
0: time he gets all the way up to the top and starts climbing down the other end. And one of the stings stings comes up behind him and points the bat upwards. And and Hogan's like,
1: oh, nope, never mind. I
0: guess I'm going back in. (laughs) We actually
1: did get a really sick moment out of this where, like, Piper revives. He climbs up to the top of the cage. He and Hogan are sitting atop the cage trading blows as we enter the stinger verse and even more I'm fucking we
0: see a double four, four sting we
1: we see a sting okay so like the way you can tell none of these are actually sting is cuz the hair is off on like all of them and we get a sting who enters from the crowd with with a haircut that i can only describe as karen sting <laughs> like it's such a it's a clearly bad wig but it it has like the Karen hair shape um so again into the stinger first uh we go um and uh, uh I made fucking... a I made
0: a note of both men working as light as possible cuz they just die if they bump from this high up I know but
1: it was a, it was a really sick like visual yeah. I I will give is
0: that. At this point, more stings keep coming in, and Tony Schiavone gives up trying to count the number of them. He's <laughs> like, there's just a lot of stings, okay?
1: Too many stings. Too many stings. Uh,
0: too but then back stings. in the ring, Piper grabs Hogan's shirt. He starts choking him with it. Hogan hits Piper with a belt. Hogan is just pounding Piper's head in the mat. Hogan hits the leg drop. The leg Demands drop. Is that a ref get in here and count? And then for reasons, Hogan just does another leg drop and then fuck you. Roddy Piper kicks out of two leg drops
1: two Hulk Hogan leg drops because Piper says,
0: I am not putting you over somehow. (laughs) I still don't understand how Roddy
1: fucking Piper has more politicking pull than Hulk Hogan. I do not understand. I will never understand how the fuck fuck is this happening right
0: i don't now? know He's but so he pulled up. it off because hogan never beat roddy clean oh um my god then hogan is calls for help in runs savage who just runs past two fake stings i got a i got a real problem with these fake stings in a sec and later okay yeah what but, the hell so savage climbs up to the top of the cage and hogan gets roddy like in position for savage to try to axe handle sting and he basically he just breaks his fucking legs or yeah. he thinks he would because he just jumps and misses and lands on his legs
1: yeah and like they try to play it off as like piper reversing and having savage hit hogan instead but he clearly
0: didn't uh, hit hogan either
1: yeah like he kind of botches it but still that was fucking sick um uh, yeah
0: and so, uh, yeah. Piper Roddy throws Savage out of the ring. Piper puts on the sleeper hold, and I think for the first time in my life, I saw they did the arm raise gimmick. Yeah, and Hogan's arm fell for the third time. Third
1: time Hogan. Yeah, Piper gets the sleeper hold clean on Hogan. That oh wow, that's Roddy a, like, a has done occurrence.
0: it, and then as Roddy soon as he has
1: politics the politicker.
0: Yeah, and then after the match, uh, Randy Savage attacking Roddy Piper. And then one of the stings, I, I don't get this part, really. Uh, one of the stings tosses Eric Bischoff in the ring and then also restrains Piper. And so I, yeah. Hogan attacks Piper, but then he also takes the fake sting and tosses him on the through the cake. To the other it side did of the cage. kind of
1: looked like he was trying to like fend off Savage while holding Piper for protection, but uh, it was so I don't funny. know. I like
0: whose side is this sting on? Wh- whose side are any of the stings on? They're all gray morality. So, oh, yeah, that's a good point, though. Is that Savage and Piper handcuff Savage and Hogan handcuff Piper to the cage? And I'm Hogan like, where like, are him. the fucking stings? Also, like, I know. <sighs> There are it, six stings here and none of, none of them are trying to stop
1: the NWO. It's so cool to have all these like fake stings here, but also what is the
0: point? And you can't even say that that's because they're all fake stings because sting has done the bit before or a bunch of fake stings show up, fight the NWO as a distraction for the actual sting to yeah. come in. So like, why are these things just watching? Oh my this? god,
1: it's it's so fucking confusing. Also, I man, my timing with some of my notes was on the fuck point tonight because, like, we see Sat- or uh, we see Roddy basically being crucified on the cage, and you're able to kind of see, oh, wow, oh. the cage is like really close to the barricade, and thus the fans can almost like reach through the cage a little bit, and then, and right as I make that, that note. Though-
0: Before that, though, I do note that Hogan put on one of the sting He did. He did do that. He thought he he was was very cool. And then... As I write that uh, A fan just fucking runs in. I, I, like... A fan just runs all the way up the, up the cage and all the way down the cage. And commentary's (laughs) playing it off like, oh,
1: it's a fan that's trying to save Roddy. And I, so I was like, okay, this is definitely like an angle, right? Like, this is going to lead to something. Um... But then, but then fake sting tackles the fan. Fake sting tackles the fan. And then Hogan and Savage grab the fan, drag him to the middle of the ring and start beating up on him. And it's clearly like worth beating him up, but like,
0: yeah, I admit I did get worked on this. I assumed it was a real fan because the fake sting stopping the fake the fan. But upon research it is a plant and I think I guess the biggest hint that it's a plant is that Hogan throws the work oh, punches Oh,
1: very extremely worked. Punches. At the yeah. Fan.
0: Like they are trying to make this seem like oh my god a shooty shoot. And there's also no
1: fucking way that like Hogan and Savage would actually like shoot attack a fan like that.
0: No they would That's fine. That part checks out to me. Like every wrestler is kind of taught that like if a fan gets in there just beat the shit out of them. Uh, okay. Like, you can't you you can't guarantee your own safety. You don't know like what they That's have fair. on them or what they intend to fair. do. So like beat the shit out That's of fair. them. If any fan gets in the ring, they're not supposed to. So like Hogan and Savage, I 100% believe they would beat the shit out of a fan that just ran to the ring. Uh, it's the worked punches, and I'm like, okay, I guess it's work because <laughs> those aren't real punches. Oh my God. But so Savage and Hogan, Savage, you know, they're, they go over and beat this shit out of his fan. Security gets in the ring, pulls the fan off while Hogan keeps taking pot shots and Piper is still just chained up to the cage over there. And this is how the paper. Yeah, ends. like a
1: bunch of s- fake stings surrounding the ring of supposed fan being carted off after invading the the, the cage and Piper like crucified on the cage. Um, so like absolutely like chaotic carnage. I will say that kind of chaos was a cool image to end on, but also what the fuck, what is happening?
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So as I said, this match was better than I yeah. thought it would be. Cause I've always heard this is like the dog's shittiest. Nah, worst. nah, it so like, was fine. Um, a lot of logical inconsistencies yes, that is and, correct. uh, also the, ending is bizarre
1: and do we go anywhere with this do we get anything out of this like not really no like does that have set up for anything
0: not really he's just a fan they beat up so
1: they just did it to be like oh look we can do like shooty shoot stuff too like the wwf please watch us again please uh
0: it was it was really it was really uh you know like work shooty like it's so real moment. I think more than anything else, more than any sort of long-term plan for this Stupid. idea. Yeah. So this pay-per-view, I think more good yeah. than bad I, overall, but also, also I very yeah. mixed.
1: I mean, most of what I watched was good. Like the only real stinker for mm. me like was, was like Mongo McMichael and fucking Alex, Wright. Like even Hall versus Luger was like, fine it was kind of boring but it was fine um and at mm-hmm. least it had some like story going it going for it with the with the zabisco thing so like that was fine uh overall not not to, and i mean like i said all worth it for that eddie ray match holy fucking mm-hmm. hell man that was incredible oh baby yeah oh hell yeah
0: yeah fun times for our for our halloween uh, episode. but arguably we're not d- The horrors aren't oh. over <laughs> for this oh. month because next time it's time to start Claire Lynch. Who, oh baby. It, we're going to TNA 2012, uh. where up to this point, uh, to, to, give you a brief synopsis that we'll be going into further detail next time, uh, Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels have teamed up for the first time ever to investigate an alleged affair between AJ Styles and Dixie Carter. Okay, and and the story is about to take an entirely insane direction. Oh
1: hell! Okay, well, fuck.
0: Have enjoy that. get get hyped and excited for that
1: oh boy howdy all right i i i i had my choice and i made it and it's time for the chickens to come home to roost who baby
0: that's for next time though until then david hit yes
1: sir dear friends thank you all so much for joining us in yet another episode of the news and knockouts podcast we are so very delighted to have you here. Returning listeners, viewers, would have you. You know the drill. Thank you so much for once again uh, welcoming us back into your eardrums, your eyeballs, whatever it is used to consume our content. We are just so honored and blessed that you decide to, to spend your time with us. Um, uh, hey, uh, returning or new people. Hey, hi, how's it going? Welcome to the show. We here at the Noobs and Knockouts podcast like to think we're friendly to both noobs and knockouts alike. So whether you're brand new to the wild, wacky world of wrestling or you're a veteran of all the weird bullshit. Either way, we hope you feel welcome here. We hope you've had a great time here. We hope things feel accessible to you. We hope you want to keep coming back and having a great time with us week after week, and I'm going to tell you all the ways you can do that. First of all, you can find us on YouTube. We are the Noobs and Knockouts podcast on YouTube. Hit subscribe, ring that bell. Make sure it turns a nice little solid color so you hit notifications every time. I'm going too fast. So, you get notifications every single time we drop a brand new episode. You know, give us all that sweet, sweet engagement. Helps out the channel a lot. Add us to your playlist. Uh, check out our playlist. Austin has been kind enough to organize all of the storylines that we follow into their own separate playlist. So, if there's something you want to follow all the way down without having to skip around a whole lot, you got that as an option. It's great. And hey, you can see our, our beautiful faces in my uh, 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 impeccable Halloweeny to rip you know i got my i got my little halloween tie it's a good time uh uh you can watch us you can you can watch me pull up yeah true you can see yeah the 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 experience the majesty uh yeah um so uh again enjoy the video version on youtube if you're a fan of the audio only version however we have you covered there you can find us on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts—three of the best places to find your podcast. Um, listen to our show there. Download our show so you can listen to us offline. Uh, you know, a bit of engagement uh, there helps too. If you could uh, rate our show and review us, you know, maybe a nice little five stars and some nice words that uh, say maybe these guys should be listening to. Uh, sure, more people should be listening to these guys. You know, just spitballing off the top of my head. If you're so inclined, helps us out a lot. Means a lot to us. Um, so check us out. Uh, audio-only version of the podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Um, uh, if you want to find us past this little void that we find ourselves in week after week, we have a few different places on the interwebs you can track us down. First and foremost, of course, is our Twitter account. You can find us on Twitter, at noobs and at NoxPod on Twitter. That's at noobs, the letter N, Knoxpot on Twitter. We do the whole Twitter thing. We post memes. We engage in brain-melting IWC discourse. Um, We put up a post every single time we drop a brand new episode, so you guys always know what the hell is going on. Um, Highlight of our Twitter, of course, is weekly wrestling live tweeting. We're almost back to it, folks. Just uh, in a couple weeks, I'll be able to return to form, as it were. Um, When I am able to run the live tweeting, it is Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern on TBS. We are watching and tweeting all about AEW.com. I know might, um, you know, I'm an AEW freak in this household. Um, as such, when I have the time on top of the Wednesday night live tweeting on Friday nights, sometimes at 10 PM Eastern, uh, on TNT, we will watch and tweet about AEW rampage. It is the show that y'all been waiting on. And Saturday nights at 8 PM Eastern, also on TNT, we will tweet about AEW collision because Saturday nights I hear at least are all right for fighting. Um, uh on top of all of that my my AEW tribalism uh Austin the the knockout that he is follows to an extent all of the major North American wrestling companies uh and likes to uh t- talk about them sometimes Tweet about them and keep you guys in the loop of what's going on. You know, this is our chance on the pod to talk a tiny bit about the the what's going on in contemporary wrestling. And hey, for all you noobs out there, we like to give you guys, you know, a full scope of your options if you're looking to, to jump onto something. We like to let you know everything about what's going on, especially some of the pay-per-views that are that are coming up. Uh, so, my friend, what is on the docket at coming up?
0: Right. So and for WWE, which you can watch uh, on uh, Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, is Monday Night Raw on the USA Network. And Friday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern on SmackDown on Fox. Uh, upcoming for them is Crown Jewel. Yay. The The 10-year partnership with Saudi Arabia as part of Saudi Vision 2030 – continues Uh, it's fine john cena has been advertised and uh so far we got you know rollins versus drew mcintyre for the title cool that's uh after that survivor series though so that's neat that's november the 4th on peacock if you really want to watch it
2: Beautiful,
0: then on November for a e w uh on pay per view, oh. bleacher report, and fight TV internationally. You got full gear on November 18th. Oh, hell yeah, buddy! i main evented so far by MJF versus J. Oh, White. the Supreme the with
1: the switchblade. switchblade.
0: Please let me breathe with the switchblade uh and the bang bang gang but you he stole the belt it's probably as good as over. oh oh the dream i think the dream's the jo- over it's jover <laughs> it's jover he stole the belt like they're it's Oof, we're done Alan also Ali. nobody wins the title after stealing the belt. look
1: man this is the first time for everything who's to say
0: and then uh, for Impact Ooh. Wrestling, I mean, by by the time we're done with his ep- with his episode releases, it will have been past Bound for oh. Glory. So, you know, what do we do next? Um, and for that is we don't know yet. Ooh. Actually, is it's we can assume it's probably hard to kill in January. That's the that's the pay per view schedule they've had for a couple of okay. years now. Uh, but right now, Impact Wrestling, which by the way you can watch Thursdays. Uh, At 8 p.m. Eastern on Access TV, or with a one dollar YouTube subscription, you can watch uh, at Thursdays at 8:30 on YouTube. Um, Right now, they went going around that basically after Bound for Glory, after they taped the Bound for Glory, and kind of have like one more like TV taping, that they will close out the year with kind of footage from like international. Oh, okay. Because they're basically trying to, apparently they're going to like completely revamp their production. And so they're essentially going to take the last two months of a year off so they can focus on that. And so November and December may not be super must-watch impact. still, that's going to be cool Um, if they're doing Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for the beginning of the year to see like what... A new, era. They, uh, a new look a new era for impact all Fuck about yeah. it uh and that is what's up hell for- yeah
1: be sure to check all of that out it's a great mm-hmm. fucking time over on over on the tweeter you know we we uh uh we like to tell you guys all about the pay-per-view stuff again like especially for the noobs in the audience uh you know the pay-per-views can be a great way to, to have this jumping on point for wrestling. Uh, actually again, my, my co-star who I had over, she kind of asked me, she's like, so like, how, like, how do you like find a place to jump in? And I'm just like, you just kind of like do, um,
0: start. I mean, it's, it's wrestling is because wrestling is like 365, all, all gas, yeah. no breaks. Um, you kind of have to just like start and keep yeah. going. Um, And eventually the storylines and eventually you'll kind of
1: catch up and you'll, you'll start to want to deep dive into more of the lore. Um, But yeah, I think pay-per-views are a great candidate for those jumping on points. You know, they uh, you know, a lot of great matches are happening on them. Uh, You're, you're, you're getting storylines wrapping up and new storylines beginning. So it's kind of a great, like kind of, chapter marker as it were um so yeah so we like mm-hmm. to keep you guys all on the loop about that and you know just be sure to check us out on twitter if you enjoy listening to us you know ramble about wrestling for hours on end for some reason uh you will enjoy it all over on the twitter the voices carry over we we just like to have a we we like to have a fun time uh and you know we love people hanging out with us so yes at noobs and knocks on Twitter. Of course, if you want to get in more direct and long form contact with us, you can do that via email. We have an email address, noobs and knockoutspod at gmail.com. That's noobs, the word and knockoutspod at gmail.com. Come say hi to us there. Tell us what you think about the show. Request things you want to see us cover on the show. Start discourse with us about how great and based or shitty and stupid you think our hot takes are. Um, you know, just Talk to us. We love people saying hi. We love to say hi back. Noobs and Knockouts Pod at gmail.com. And of course, finally, you can also find the Noobs and Knockouts podcast on Patreon. The link for that is in our Twitter. 1 a month gets you early access to episodes and a shout out at the end of each episode. Shout out as always to uh dear friend of the show, uh, the sugar daddy Kyle Smith for his contribution. We love you, buddy. We hope you enjoy your perks. If you want to enjoy your perks along with Kyle, just sing a single little dollary do a month. Gets you some great stuff and helps out the show more than you realize. Means the world to us. So if you want to support us a little monetarily, as it were, uh, money, money, money. Ted DiBiase, would be proud. Uh, we, ha,
0: everyone's, everyone's got a, got a price. price.
1: Uh, be sure to be sure to come uh, come hang out with us at Noobs and Knockouts podcast over on the Patreon. The link for that once again is in our Twitter. And you happy know, Halloween. Sad.